obsessed by the exact color of khakis. Like they nail it. <laughs> <laughs> I we were watching we were watching this film and there was that golden clock in the in the stateroom. It was perfectly. I like colorization. Look how green that foliage is. Well, you know, the, the argument against colorization is always, it's a wonderful life, that the wife's name is Violet, and her clothes are Violet. It drives me apeshit. It's just so obvious. Turn your colorized movies. So, basically, Bob is like, the fuck, man? What am I going to do? So, he starts walking around. Takes what his clothes off. What does he stumble upon? Oh, it's the set from King Kong. It, yes, it is. This is... But he sees a painting of the Scooby-Doo castle. <laughs> Gotta be, and there's a van parked outside, no less. You know, one of the actors Look from King Kong's in this movie, the dinosaur. Oh, really? <laughs> you remember there was a dinosaur in King Kong? I fucking love. Yeah, that because movie. it's Monster Island. Skull Island. All sorts Didn't of you see the documentaries about it? I didn't. Skull Island, King Kong, Bill, or whatever. I've, I heard it's really good, and I just can't sit through it. The, the documentary about making it? No, no. I'm, I'm saying that the movie Skull Island was actually a, a documentary. Oh. On oh, Skull oh, Island. Oh. These guys who made um, King Kong, they were like real adventurers. Um, and, I mean, they... Come, one of them was like a pilot in the war, World War One. The other one was a um, um, World War One. Yeah, that's how ancient this is here. Oh, right, because Look it's pre World War Two. Oh, I I know, and it comes with butler service. Like the door <laughs> opens automatically, and he doesn't think once to look behind the door. Yeah, he just walks right in. But I'm sure it's safe. I locked you in. He <laughs> he. This is Ivan the Cossack. And right now we're looking at an African American person in white face. Oh my God! Really? He is a Caucasian. There he is. And Ivan. that's and that's the dinosaur dressed up in Joel McRae outfit. That's a that's an African American guy, in white face. Yeah. Weird. His name is Noble Johnson. His real name was Mark Johnson, but he changed it to Noble, and he had a production company which was trying to show black people in film. Uh, you know, like not as caricatures. But the big irony is every guy, every time this guy's in a movie, he's doing a caricature of like an af uh, of a of an African American, or he plays the Native American, huh. or he does white face, etc. I mean, this is, this was a popular movie at the time, so I mean, he's in a big movie, but yeah, it's not the. Oh, he had a huge career, lots of fame. He was in Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. Nice. He was in uh, Dante's Inferno. He was in a lot of things. He By the way, a lot of those are all real life, not the movies. He was literally Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. He was literally in Dante's Inferno. Look at his smile. He, says, he doesn't talk. Smile, Ivan. Why won't your servant talk? Oh, you see, he has not speak area. <laughs> not speak area. <laughs> Listen, we have one screenwriter, and we ran out of lines. <laughs> they do have one screenwriter. Okay, so this guy is a count. He's he's part of... Yeah. Uh, count me, kill you. He's, count, me, count the he's, ways I'm going to kill you. <laughs> There's only one. Bam! Um, his name is Leslie Banks. This is his first movie ever. Oh, he's, he's so good at this. And he's this loony Russian count named Zarov. Oh, he's terrific in this movie, though. I, mean, I love the fact that he just came back from the opera. 
<laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> now look how they're showing only one side of his face. And that is because... Because he has a paralyzed face on the other side. Oh, and it looks fuck? creepy. Right. So when he's like, hi, I'm a normal person, they show this side. Uh-huh. But when he's like the maniacal guy, they show you his face full on. I must piss Batman creepy. off. And, he pit- and then he goes off and terrorizes Batman and Gotham City. <laughs> he did to go on to do... He, w- he would spend his career halfway between America and halfway between England doing lots of stage work and lots of movies. This was the thing that launched him. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's an iconic role. He was in Laurence Olivier's Henry V. Whatever you do, do not play charades. For it is... Look. The most boringest game. It's a creature from the Black Lagoon. Right, so he's looking at him like, you're a little creepy. Yeah. <laughs> Count. <laughs> Hello, so my name see is. See the creepy face. Yeah. My name is Count. I'm gonna kill you later. What? Uh, no. <laughs> so it's like okay, so we're shipwrecked and everything's cool. Just a shipwrecked person. Yeah. Says like, please enjoy my hospitality and come down and meet my other shipwrecked guests. Well, he walks into the the door opens. He walks in and then this creepy guy clocks the door. And then he yeah. just takes her from there. Yeah. I'm in a creepy castle and they locked me in. But it isn't like, where can I go to send a telegraph? Is there a boat that can take me back to civilization? Right. It's just like, yeah, I'd love some water and a fresh clothes. Well, in 1932, you really want to tell X your, your loved ones. He realizes once he knows his name that he's the famous author of hunting books. Oh. And and Count Zaroff is a great hunter. And he's talking. Okay, oh, we're Faye. now meeting the lead in. This is the lead in King Kong, Faye Ray. And the other lead uh, in King Kong, which is. Um, King Kong. Robert Armstrong. Who the fuck is Robert? Is he like the reporter? Is he the cap- sea captain? He must be the Robert sea captain. Robert Armstrong in the movie uh, King Kong was the one to utter the famous line at the end like it wasn't the planes that killed the beast was beauty it was beauty who killed the beast which he's is the a- guy who's like uh, yeah the photographer guy who falls in love with the girl and saves her and it's by the way what a spoiler to the movie Beauty and the Beast that last line of King Kong <laughs> you're you're welcome uh, listen Mike, this is a public domain film, 1960. Right. They let this thing lapse so we can hear them. The thing is, this Robert Armstrong is so drunk. Well, wait, so Robert Armstrong is the, 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 her drunk brother? Right, it's her drunk brother, it's and a... he's playing not a bit part, but Hell. but he will be gone very shortly. Oh, yeah. Well, he is probably the most drunk game. And he reminds me a lot of Eugene Levy from SCTV when he does, like, really? uh yeah, Tom Candy had a horror movie host, and he had like a sidekick. Yeah. And also, it reminds me of him doing Floyd the Barber. Mr. Let's let's listen to this drunk guy. Celebrity, Miss Trowbridge. Wait a minute, wait a minute! Don't tell me. Let me guess. I know. Flagpole sitter. They're like, why is he famous? He's a flagpole sitter. Which was popular at the time, that and moving pictures. 
Well, the thing is, when Sandy and I were first married, we would want to go to the movies and stuff. But you got to get a flagpole sitter. I mean, you just oh, it's you true. And yeah. you have to you add that to the, the budget. It's the reason why we don't go out that much. I mean, it all adds up. You get the movie Thank tickets, God for dinner, uh, flagpole sitter. Yeah. Well, that was a popular fad at the time. It was uh, a pre-World War II fad, they would call it. Right. Is it the you Great would War? You get in your mink coat. <laughs> you would, sit on the flagpole. You would hide in a dust buster, uh, dust cropper, and when the <laughs> plane goes up to dust crops, you get onto the wing and you start dancing. What? Get off my plane! I'm trying to dust crops, and I'm trying so to do the Lindy. Is, wait, there's crop dusting. Is that thing where you walk? By somebody and fart? No, no, I'm talking about the airplane. You're in an airplane oh. and you fart. <laughs> that would be, oh, you have a lot more coverage. It's, about it's the same trail. premise. But, you. Yeah, thanks for dragging that down. <laughs> oh. I love how, have you ever met a drunk person who talks like uh, the brother? Um, In my life? Yeah. yeah. I guess so. I want to hear more of them. My father. He was great, really. It was my, so my, much fun. My late father was fun when he was drunk. I'll have to admit that. Your your late father was no drunk. No, he was no drunk. But when he, in which we would be at a party, yeah. Yeah, you get a couple of them, and he would definitely be the life of the party. You want to go to Cuba? I can get you into Cuba. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. She spilled the tea. The get out curse is gone. Oh, how shit. We're there in a fucking deserted island. I also like how yeah. Count Me Off has like, oh, I have clothing <laughs> that fits you. And it's all like... That's right. Yeah, but it's turned in tie stuff and the Count wears tuxedos. Uh, no, I got to tell you, that's his original... I don't understand. That's his original outfit from the ship. So I don't get it. Some Gillian's Island shit going on. See the crazy face? That's the paralyzed side. Yeah, like his eyebrow didn't move up. That's right. His whole... I, I have what it is uh, written down. Uh, it's not false palsy, but it's similar. Oh, here's the drunk guy. One night as I lay in my tent with this... this head of mine, a terrible thought crept like a snake into my brain. What if you <laughs> ate a Pop-Tart without toasting it? To bore me. He's saying now, hunting is beginning to bore me. Well, then don't stop hunting. Think fucking leopards are like, did you hear the news? Count thinks hunting is boring. (laughs) We're going to have to step up our game. Growl! Step up our game. During World War I, Leslie Banks suffered a disfiguring injury that paralyzed the left side of his face. Never once letting this injury interrupt his career, he went back to the stage after his release from service in 1918. With six years as an international stage star, he's one of the most popular British actors on Broadway throughout the 20s, including his 24 appearance in Peter Pan as Captain Hook. Wow. So... This yeah. is his first film role. He has the most. He has the most lines in this movie too. I think. Uh, the picket fence out front of the castle has the most lines. <laughs> oh, has the most. Yeah, right. Vertical lines. The the credits of this movie in the beginning. Most 
I like how the movie starts as a knock on the door. Doorbell repairman. The the brother being drunk is actually like tacked on. It's a loaded script element. He's just supposed to be annoying. See, this comes from a real book called the the it actually has two titles, the most uh, dangerous game. That was an extremely popular book because people loved to hunt back then. Right. And the girl, the yeah. King Kong producers put a girl in everything. They were not dummies. So him being drunk is tacked on. He was really just supposed to be annoying. And the sister is totally written into the script just to have a a lady, a beautiful girl. Yeah. Well, like, what do you think drinking was like in the 1930s? Like, do you think people like socialize like he does, like talking that? Well, prohibition voice? was still in effect. Oh, at 32. Yeah. Huh. You have to go to an island to drink. Now, I never saw um, Mighty Joe Young, but the people who made this also made Mighty Joe Young in 49, and they also did a drunk character. Um, the people the, people who did King Kong also did Mighty Joe Young? Yes, and they did The Son of Kong in 33, which was basically let's glom off of what we already made, and they had drunkenness in that, which was Disastrous for the heroine's father, it claims here. I never read it. Huh. I, I never saw it. I think, you know, I, I've always seen, like, King Kong versus Godzilla, which is such a fucking ripoff. I don't think it was authorized at all. <laughs> it's like um, Alien versus Predator. Yeah, but that's authorized. Oh, 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 oh. They had a, a comic book series and, uh, as a tie-in, and then they became two movies. It, okay, so that Godzilla that was never authorized. I mean, you no, it was called, think they'd have an author. I don't know. Like it, it was up? called Godzilla versus King Kong, and the Godzilla was there, and the, and a guy in a monkey suit was in there. <laughs> Godzuki. Was there ever like a? I know there was a Godzilla cartoon show, but there wasn't like a King Kong Saturday morning cartoon show, right? It wasn't like the Adventures no, of King Kong. The Great Grape Ape was Grape Ape. <laughs> yeah, and he would he would use the, their van like a skateboard, and the guy oh, would be like, so "Hey, drunk. He is so drunk he can't even open that piano lid." Yeah, so the 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 sister is pretending to be concerned, and he's like, "You guys go to bed. I'm hanging out with Count Zoloft." And Count <laughs> Zoloft, <laughs> wait, Zoloft is the drug, right? It's Count. Count the are gonna kill you. And he's a piano player. He's a very culturized. He's a liter- Yeah, he literally is a piano player. He doesn't. There's no other. Ra- there's no radio stations. <laughs> I guess no. Do you guys have Netflix? So the girls like, hey, listen, we're supposed to be love interests. Sit here next. to Those are great Danes. They sure are. Great Danes are not ferocious. So what? the director did is he continued to to shoot them at a, an above angle to make them look menacing there's like six of them right yeah are you saying the directors let the dog us out who let the dog the director Ow. okay so there's two directors one is Ernest Shiodisak who's the King Kong guy but then there's another guy named Irving Pitchell who went on to do Destination Moon in 1950 that was his biggest thing 
And the internet claims that Titchell was more of a dialogue director than a co-director. It, this was the King Kong film, the King Kong guys film. Wow, that's well. They did. This is a good movie. I mean, it does a good job. And I should mention this theme of like an island or a location where people have to kill each other. I don't yeah. know if you saw the Japanese movie Battle Royale. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a popular cartoon. Uh, excuse me, cartoon from Japan, and uh, and they made it into a live action film. It's basically all the troublemakers from school get sent to an island and they have to kill each other. And, really? Yeah. So the Hunger Games is also like that too, and uh, you see this plot pop up a million times. I had mentioned a Ice T movie where I remember they all have right. to kill each other, and the guy like throws a, b- a box full of guns down a staircase, and everyone scrambles to get it. Uh, he's like a homeless person in that, and he's the last one. Yeah. And the party left. Yeah, I saw it. And then there's a hard target with Van Damme, which turns uh, into the here island. Here I have. Okay, the story was, of course, it's this movie, but also Orson Welles did it on CBS Radio in thirty in forty three. <laughs> it's a lot uh, cheaper. Game of Death in forty six. Mm. Not Run to be confused. For the Sun in fifty six. Game of Death should not be confused with the Game of Life. Two different things. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Game of Death is when you don't go to college. In Game of Life, <laughs> you don't get a family. <laughs> you don't spin the wheel. Yeah, you're stuck at thirty two grand a year. <laughs> that's basically true right uh yeah so what, what other movies kind of take this plot um that is the list that i have well, I, I can directly name directly connected to yes you can because i mean the ones that stayed the danger most dangerous look how creepy he is man well that's just uh, the camera yeah, yeah, right yeah. he only What's looks that? creepy in color he's a very charming guy in, black, <laughs> in the original black and white uh, John Lesmazano, excuse my pronunciation, he did a movie called The Pest, which is one of the mm-hmm. worst films, but he's he's an obnoxious guy, The Pest, believe it or not. And he meets a bunch of businessmen, including Jeffrey Jones, who uh, is a kind of a pest to begin with. And it ultimately, like the second half of the movie, they go to a rich man's island and they, they hunt him for the rest of the movie. Ah, uh, Okay. So it just changes, switches gears and becomes the most dangerous game. Oh, wait, here it is. The most dangerous game also published as The Hounds of Zaroff. Ooh, I like that title. A short story published by Richard Cornell, 1924, in a magazine called Colliers, I guess. Oh, yeah, Colliers. I get my uh, tomato salad (laughs) recipes. Uh Uh-huh. What not to wear in Labor Day. Thank you, Colliers. World War Two, fad or is lasting? <laughs> yeah, like there's some comedian here in Jersey who does this whole gag about like what they called World War One the Great War, but what if they had called it World War One? You'd be like, wait a minute, <laughs> you got a sequel planned? <laughs> yeah, uh, it was wasn't what was the war that ended all wars? Was that the Civil War? Yeah, that was that, that was the first World War. Yeah. Well, I think it looks okay, short sighted. So now he's, now he's like, listen, my drunk brother friend, come with me because we're gonna fucking kill you. And he says, sounds great, pal. And they heads off with him. Yeah, but the count does clarify later that he sobered the the brother got sobered up, up before oh, really? they shot him. Yeah, <laughs> said, you the shot my like, brother. He's like, I waited till he sobered up, and I gave him a head start. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. 
That is fair when you have to get the most dangerous game. One drunk brother. <laughs> Two sober dumps. Okay. Hi, I don't even know you, but I want to be sexually charged, so I'm scared. Uh. Now he's like, where's my brother? I can't find my brother. Oh, well, he's like, all right, fair enough. All right. They colorize that flame yellow. Oh, I know. It's so fucking distracting. You can see the zeros and ones as it moves. This uncanny, like, how does a candle of light work? Well, let's let's use computer animation to the colorization. <laughs> this was colorized twice, once in the 90s. Uh, but then the the technology super improved, and it's public domain. So they did it again in 2000. Public seven. domain. And once it's, it's public technology. domain, you can do whatever the fuck you want with it. You yeah, including us. Turn up the sound. Oh, right. Yeah, crank it up. <laughs> All we're hearing is my creaky chair throughout the broadcast. Isn't it amazing? We spend so much time and money to do our show, and all we hear is my fucking chair. So they darken... Oh, it's just a rat. No big deal. They darken <laughs> the Great Danes um, coloring to make them look men menacing. Right. Their coats. And they film them either at a low angle or a high angle to be menacing. Walking down. By uh, the way, this was filmed before the ratings board. Oh, yeah. I think, it, yeah, it was called the Haze Code. So they're wearing relatively little clothing. Yeah, he's not wearing pants. Films. They think this is, yeah, you see her cleavage? Yeah. You see he's not yeah. wearing pants? So this would not be reissued in the 40s when they planned to. They were like, nah, -uh. a little too much well, skin. Well, because of Fay Ray's cleavage? Yeah. Creepy. Yeah. Do you know what this means? He loves paper mache. <laughs> so they found the dungeon, like where they let off the brother. The trophy room. That's correct, Mike. That's right. You saw this film. I've seen this film, yeah. I'm very familiar with this movie. I like this film. It's one hour long, and it just packs as much action as possible and talking bullshit. It really does move quick. As a matter of fact, so quick that, like, the ship's sinking, ah, that was ancient history. You know I know, I don't even remember it. brought up again. Well, the pacing is great because it's basically one long chasing, but they have to have a talk about the philosophy, and they have to, like, uh, you know, there's a lot more set pieces. So surprise, oh, my God, hits his feet. Dead. Hey, do you ever, like, when you ever go and you have to, uh, and I, I, I all due respect, they say, we're here for you to identify the body. Do you, like, lift up the uh, sheet and go, oh, those are feet. And like, Mr. Yeah, right. <laughs> His head are feet. Uh, what, what did you guys do? His head My never head looked this way. <laughs> uh, Mr. Help, that's, uh, uh, Mr. Carl. Excuse me, Carl. <laughs> that's okay. I can be. People um, are always like that. Like, you only go by one name. Like, it's no secret. Oh, it's Halp, yeah. I don't know. Mr. Halp, that's his feet. Oh, yeah, look at the other end. <laughs> I was at this place called, um, it's on 14th Street in New York City. It was a Friday night. I got introduced as, um, gosh, well, I can't remember the place's name. Auto Shrunken Good evening and welcome to Old Soul Radio. I'm your host, Professor Gable, and we are really late. 
Um, apologies for. Whoa. Why is it on? Do you hear that? I heard that too. I thought that's what we were supposed to hear. No, no, this is fucked. <laughs> I literally thought that's exactly what was supposed to happen. What we're supposed to hear. Someone left this hella weird. Alright, like I said, this is Old Soul Radio. And uh, I'm Professor Gable. And Jai is not here. So everything is going to be a little bit of a shambles. And that's cool because I do whatever the fuck I want at this show. And it doesn't matter at all. So check it out. Today we have some very, very, very special guests. Usually, I have people in here who are trying to promote an album or something, or like, you know, promote some type of thing that they're like trying to put out there to what rather, rather sell or spread. These gentlemen are here for a different reason. I brought these gentlemen here because I just wanted to share their personalities with the world because they're interesting they're funny and uh they have no idea what they're doing here <laughs> that's right <laughs> that's exactly right so uh i'd like you all to just go around and introduce yourself real quick say your name and uh what brought you to old soul radio my name is aiden i have no idea why i'm here uh, seemed like a good idea and it seemed like a good way to fill up a sunday night so uh thank you sam no problem no problem my name is JP. My buddy Sam said, hey, y'all want to be on a radio show? I'm hosting it. You know, sp- speak some love to the city. I said, why not? Perfect way to end our Sunday night. My name is Dylan. Speak I'm into s- the mic, please. My name- my- Brandon, Brandon, Brandon. You just help. <laughs> my name's Dylan. I'm Sam's long-lost brother. I'm here to introduce myself to everybody and shit. Uh-huh. I'm going to have a great night. It's a great Sunday. I'm here for my brother. Represent him doing his thing. Mm-hmm. You know how it goes. Thanks, Dilly. Last but not least is Brandon. I'm just here because I've never been on a radio show. Thanks, Sam. You're welcome. So, you guys, usually what I do on the radio show is, like, I have, like, a rapper or someone in here, and I ask them about their story, kind of, like, what, how they, like, where they grew up, what it was like growing up. So, maybe you guys could do that a little bit for me right now. Tell me, each of you tell each of you give me a few things about like where you were born and what it was like growing up. Well, I grew up pretty close to here in Daly City. Okay. Nothing really too interesting about my life growing up, other than it's you know uh, pretty much you know picture perfect American uh, family. Blah, blah, blah. My dad's from Ireland. My mom is from here in San Francisco. Um, great parents, and all I can do is thank them. Really. Wow, it's really nice. I like that. I was born at SF General mm-hmm. on the third day of September, 95. 95, boy. And I stayed in the city my whole life. Recently moved to Delhi City. Mm-hmm. Went to high school out there. Made a whole new group of friends. But, uh... Yeah. Lived in... <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like that. That was good. Yeah, you did well, bro. Don't worry, we're all going to get a chance to, <laughs> all to get a express chance to share. ourselves more. Uh, well, I'm Dylan. I was born in Hawaii. Uh, I only spent three years there. Uh, I consider San Francisco my home because uh-huh. uh, that's where all my brothers are and all my oldest friends are, even though I've traveled the world. Right. It's been a long and rough journey, but at the end of the day, I'm here right now with the people I love. Mm-hmm. So, you know, one, one day at a time. Um... Could you repeat the question? Just where where are you originally from? 
Hey, hey, hey. Where are you originally from, and uh, what was it like growing up? I was born in San Francisco. I forgot what hospital, but I was raised in Daly City. Growing up was pretty Dylan, we easy. can hear you on the mic. I was pretty close to all the schools I've been to. Met some cool people. Met some even cooler people in my adult life. Mm-hmm. And I'm loving it. Right on. So, what I really want to know about you guys is um, what sort of, like, you guys have been, like, in a sort of group, right? Not like a rap group, but, like, just like a, a life group. Like the Rugrats. Yeah. So, like, what is it that kind of, like, brought you all together? And, like, why do you guys always hang out with each other? It's convenience because we all live so close, but what brought us together was the laughter. Ooh, I laughter like that. And, okay. and weirdness. Yeah, we're all kind of similar weirdness and we can all laugh to it. You can laugh to your, each other's weirdness? Yes, it's well, fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. We, we love to argue you too. You can't, look at, you can't look at life and not find most things pretty funny. You know what I mean? Right. Because it, life is too short to not find everything funny. I think that when we're all together, obviously there's going to be sad moments. There always are, you know? No life doubt. Life isn't perfect, but we laugh harder than any group of people that I, that I know. Mm-hmm. I think to add to that, that I, yeah. I think, I think the laughter, I think it represents honesty, the weird, everyone's weird in this world. But, uh, I think it's the honesty that really connects us because when you're, when you're honest, you, you can actually show who you are and then you can laugh at that. Like you mm-hmm. said, Dylan, it's true. Um, what kind of separates you guys from the status quo? You know what I mean? Like, why? Like, what? What is it like about you guys that oh, me. allows you to exist in in the world in in the way that you do while still like participating in society? It's an open mind. Mm-hmm. We uh, we can see the flaws and see how bad you know Trump is and all the government, blah blah blah. But we're in the best part of the world, <clears throat> best city in the best state of the world. So we kind of have like. You know, we have, we're like immune to most of the bullshit that's happening everywhere else. And we, we like we said, we could just laugh it all off. Okay. Just always hanging out. I feel like out. the fear of, I feel like people who are, who fear being judged a lot have a harder time in life. Mm. When, when. Speak in the mic on that a little bit. I feel like when, I feel like being, uh, the fear of being judged slows people down a lot. And uh, I think that when we're all together, it's, we kind of, that, that judgment goes away, you know, mm. and we kind of feel you kind of feel more comfortable and more confident towards life. And I think that we help build each other up like that. Do you feel like amongst like disputes amongst friends that like when, when you're talking about someone that's might not necessarily be there, like you feel the things that you're, that you, that, that irk you about them more when they're not there than when you're actually with them. Yeah. But we're always with each other to where like, those dynamics don't even matter because we're so used to each other. We're so used to our flaws and so used to, you know, but that's what I mean. I mean, it is a good thing. Like, it's like, like if you're thinking about like, you know, like if JP's thinking about, Oh, Dylan, fucking Dylan. And then like, you see, <laughs> and then like, and then like you see Dylan, like all that stuff is still exists, but like you're with Dylan and you like, Oh, I love Dylan. Like, fuck all that. Like, yeah. Cause it's all love until something happens and you guys start fighting and that's cool too. 
Which but, always happens. Yeah. <laughs> right. But I think also it goes back to the honesty and nothing that we would say behind each other's back. You we wouldn't will. say to their face. Definitely. Yeah. Exactly. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And that's why you don't Dylan knows exactly what's up. People. Right. That, I totally feel that. Yeah. Amongst this group of people. Yeah. yeah. What kind of music you guys like? Everything. I like, I like all types of music, but you know, so any, any, any type of music that you can tell the person, you know, put themselves into and that they're really trying to use the music as a medium to get a point across that, you know, at the end of the day is to better the world or to help someone connect to something that to a theme that doesn't usually get touched on on just a normal day to day, you know, base reality. Mm-hmm. I think, I think it goes with me, it goes as far as to where it's just, with, it has to have lyrics honestly like i can get i can get into the groove of just hearing instrumental music if i'm dancing at a club or something like that but mm-hmm. i think at the end of the day where it goes for me is a lot of times lyrics the words that are part of the song so and, like so if, you, if it's lyrics it's really important to you can you get into some of but can you get into some of these more like turn up songs when you're like out dancing or something like that yeah i can get up into the turn up songs when i'm dancing but or when i'm dancing when i'm out and that's something you play at home i can't play some, i can't play stuff like that at home or riding like, in the car maybe yeah or riding in the car when it's really loud exactly yeah. and things like that but like if i'm home and i'm chilling and i'm just whatever you know writing something down in my journal or just playing video games or whatever it is that i'm doing i need something with i need, I need something with the story Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's that, that's just where I've always been with music. Uh, speaking of music, like I ask you guys this because you guys sing a lot and play a lot of music. I don't mean to like put the secrets out there, but like, <laughs> what, what is it that kind of careful, Brandon? I appreciate that, but I can hardly hear everything you're doing. Um, <laughs> it's all good. Um, what what is it that like stops you guys from being like I'm a band? And I want to like go and record songs and write them, and you know what I mean, like laziness. Book show. So is it laziness? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Laziness and uh, uh, not just uncoordination, but also just you know, uh, just also you know, there's just certain activities that we do. It's just you know, it's it's just easier to you know, go out and laugh than it is to you know sit down and put everyone's brains together. Exactly. It, you know, and because it does kind of like there is a difference between like like that like once you do it for a while like so, quote unquote taking it serious like it becomes something different than just like having fun in the garage you know what i mean like, for sure it's like i don't want to say it becomes work but it becomes like well and work. it's hard to like we try to make songs all the time but it's hard the way we think at least it's hard to like make a song and feel like that's our best mm-hmm. so like how how can we make it better it's never it's never enough not that we're unsatisfied but it's it's like it's sort of like the perfectionist comp- complex that a lot of artists run across. It's like, when do you put your stuff out there? When do you say, okay, this is good enough? You know, right? You know, like, when do you stop editing it? You know? And where did it even start? But you know, that's something that I I know that a lot of people struggle with, and you know, even the greatest artists, you know, they still struggle with. They're like, you know, what? There comes a time where your piece of work, you just got to get it out there. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you think it could be better or worse. That's what the next trend and is. And I don't really think well, we I found our own sound either. One day, right, Sam? What's I mean, that? I feel like that's what you had to do one day, obviously, right? You just had to drop it. Drop what? Just when you, your first thing when you first oh, started yeah, yeah, all yeah, this yeah. stuff. You know Definitely. what I mean? No matter how much you, you didn't believe in it or believed in it or whatever it was, you know, no matter how much you doubted it, at the end of the day, you just have to do it one time. No, definitely. I mean, that's like a skill in its sense it's, to me, like as an artist, is like being able to be like, all right, like I don't... Like, I don't want to, like, contradict what I'm saying too much. Like, obviously, you always want to put out the best work you can. But sometimes learning how to do that is putting out 
something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like but it's I, like. But I think I think sort of the the mindset to be in is to allow what you put out in the moment to represent where you were at that at that time right. you don't want to keep editing it to the present moment right. because then you, you don't get to see who you once were were because i know true. i know it's probably beautiful to get to look back on some of your old songs and be like wow like that that was really cool like i i think really similar now but i might make these changes i'm way better now that also that also gives you a lot of inspiration for new pieces probably it probably would if i did listen to any of my shit that would be a good <laughs> idea actually you don't shit. listen to a lot of your stuff um recently not really like i listen to like shit i'm making that i haven't put out but like i haven't listened to ouch in a while i love ouch and i think it's dope but and like i i agree i have listened to it obviously like and like had some of the uh sort of realizations you're talking about like oh that's dope how i did that back then but the way i do it now is like this but you, it's, yeah, I don't know. Do you ever, uh, when you're riding in your car, do you ever play your own music? Yeah, definitely. I would too. But not recently as much. Okay. I more play like shit that I'm making. You know what I mean? To like marinate, marinate on it. Yes, yeah, where I usually hear rappers don't like listen to their own music. It's just that if it's already out there, and like a lot of times it's like with music, at least with me, like. I kind of like go through shit to make the music that I end up putting out. You know what I mean? And so it's like sometimes if you listen to something about something you went through, it's like bring in, it back. it's like in the past and like it's dope to hear. It's like oh man, it's like I was like that then, but I was, now I'm like this. And then sometimes it's like you're not quite done with some of that shit you're going through. You know what I mean? So you hear yeah. it and it's like damn, I'm still whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah sure. But you know it's all just life and it's it's all good definitely but it's like i'd say that might be why some people don't listen to their shit they always like you know you always want to like sometimes you you want to like you're in a mode when you want to like look forward and not back mm-hmm. you know what i mean like it's definitely good to have times to reflect but there's also the kind of urge to like re like evolve and like continue yeah. you know and i feel mean? like that's like when you use sh- like when the when an artist surrounds himself with stuff that's completely alien to what they're used to, you know, mm-hmm. and then that allows them to change up their style. It doesn't matter what really what it is, because when you keep listening to your own stuff, you get sort of stuck in that style, which can be good if that's what you want. But if you're a type of person who wants to keep evolving, be it you know, you know, soul wise, you know, personal, you know, connectability, or just you know how you write, or the, the beats you you like, or the melody, or whatever. You might want to listen to some jazz. You might want to listen to some, you know, spoken word or whatever the hell. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, sorry. <laughs> Do you guys think that... Uh, so, like, I'd say the our generation, like, you know, we're all about 23, 24. Mm-hmm. So we were all born in 95, 96. So we are a part of like the internet babies but we're sort of like the cusp you know what i mean like yeah, at like least VHS just went out when we were growing up exactly like that yeah kind of yeah stuff. Exactly. Well, well it's just like yeah yeah and then like you know the internet was around but like it wasn't like in swing really until like 
2000s or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Am I right? Yeah, we yeah, didn't yeah, we, yeah. we didn't grow up looking at screens yeah, that close to our face, you know? right? Our face, it was like, it was AOL dial up, right? So what do you feel like? So what does it feel like to you when like you know what I mean? Like you're around and then you find there's people that are younger, you know what I mean? On in the, whatever it's like your little cousin or whatever like that, you know what I mean? And they like they 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 were born in this you know what i mean because like infatuated in it my nephew's 10 and i don't like it man my nephew has an iphone 6 which is already like ancient to what the phones that people have now but still it's already a smartphone dude and he already looks at it way too much and he's 10 years old he's got youtube he's on youtube he loves you he follows youtubers all this stuff he knows names of youtubers right yeah you know what i mean and and to me it's just crazy man because when i was his age dude i was you know all of us not just me you know we were riding bikes we were were playing outside we were playing outside my mom didn't let didn't let us come home it was more like come home when it gets dark and have dinner and do your homework and go to bed after you Mm -hmm. play basketball all day or run around or fall and hurt your knee whatever it was my mom would rather me do that than sit in my room and watch vhs movies or whatever even my old nintendo it's crazy because i feel like you know that's true right like we did get that what you just explained right there we did get that at a young age but i feel like we get since we are still young we get kind of thrown into the millennial like you say perception or judgment or whatever you know what i mean so it's kind of weird because like i've been thinking about it people like oh you're hella young you don't know what it was like and it's like well yeah but we do but i know a little bit what it was like you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like so it's like like, yeah like you said we're on the cusp dude we're literally on the cusp of that but we got both of it we got the playing outside and we have iphones yeah can you cap that please it's making me nervous yeah i never really i never really you know got engulfed into like technology technology until i was 20 you know not i'd say like mid high school or like like middle school maybe yeah middle school because so that gave me uh, 10 12 13 years of just pure like child mind like how Mm -hmm. like playing with my toys or just trucks and all this type of stuff right which i feel like nowadays when all these games like what games you have on your phone that that sort of thing with with the kids nowadays I think it puts a strain on creativity in a sense. Like it, it makes it harder for people. I think or, it puts a strain on 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 social behavior too, dude. I think that it makes it harder for kids to relate with each other with and each talk other to each and other, talk to each other and stuff. And it's like, and like the, the, one of the saddest things to me, honestly, that always makes is when you see like young uh, couples, like like teenage like boyfriend when they're on their phones on a date on the date like they're together both on their phones and that just like that just always makes me nod my head i'm just it's just ridiculous dude like every single time that i'm with somebody i want to hang out with i'm not constantly on my phone why would i be constantly on my phone when i'm with a loved one or just even a regular friend that i want to hang out with and spend time with it's like that's how i show my respect to someone is like is that i give them their my attention exactly a lot of times people show respect to people now by by throwing them up on their social media, which yep. you know isn't bad, but right. it's a different form of just and it's a showing form what you behind the screen, like you're saying too. Yeah. You know what I mean, it's not in person, it's not face to face. Yeah, know and I mean? it could not even be real, too. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Just yeah, like, no. oh, yeah. They yeah, just po- they exactly. post what they post what they want you to see. Right. Exactly. Right. 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 So, what do you think the solution is to that? Like, do you think that there's something we could do that, like, could but like make people sort of desire to like respect each other differently than the direction we seem to be going in? I think it's uh, everyone needs to lead by example. They need to figure out what they love, and then they need to figure out what what the balance is in their life. Yeah, and then 
do that and do that with the people that they're around and spread well, and it. I think the problem with that is I, I don't think restricting things is like a lot of people would think would think right to like let's rest, like you know restrict something or like make social media harder to a- access or stuff like that but it's like that's also something that I would totally be against because restricting something from the public is just not the way to do things either. So, like, yeah, I, I agree with and lead by example. I think they need, no to, way. they need to put more attention into youth in, like, their first 10 years of life instead of, you know, all that money going to other places. I think it really needs to just... Well, yeah, that, like, that, that's what will shape everything. And you know? like all those, sta- all those like, uh, me- uh, all those things that you see on, on the internet and stuff that say, like, teach kids more about taxes and how to grow up to be responsible adults and yeah put money put more money into that you know what i mean than yeah. into fucking uh, there he is there's my buddy sky our buddy i knew he was gonna pop up sure. what's up sky what's up, guys? What's up, go grab a chair if you hey, like somebody open hey. the window <laughs> i like your uh tommy's joint <laughs> Um, you don't need to molest my face. So, so Sky, we were just yeah, fucking. But uh, I was uh, I was gonna say I think I think it there is parenting and it, it uh, that needs to be involved in this. It's a, not the restricting aspect. The parents need to be more active in their child's life. I'm not saying that I'm noticing a trend, but I'm saying that I feel like the social media thing is addic- addicting and to everyone. And you know, parent I I, I have seen parents uh give the ch- their children their phone so that they don't have to deal with their kids which is which makes sense you know they're tired after a long yeah. day you know they're right. busy but th- that's that. not going into that that love that like no no dude that's honestly that's like alienating the so, hell out of some so, out of your child so <laughs> real quick so wait so i want to ask jp because jp you don't have an instagram or anything like that right no so how hold on, so how does that like how does that make you feel while you're amongst this whole other world right now? Because do you do you even notice the same things, Scott? Come on, bro. Do you even notice the same things that like you feel like everyone else is noticing? You know what I mean? Like the in, the, the mass. I do. I do, and I don't. Information no. blasts. And, you know what I mean? Memes, shit like that. Well, no, yeah. Everyone. Everyone will be like after the night of partying and be like, "Did you see this so and so's Instagram? Did you see this?" And I was like, "No, no, I, I, I didn't." And uh, it is weird because I do try to close my mind off to most like things that are happening in the world, not in a almost in a selfish way. You know, I just kind of like to live my life day by day, but it definitely does feel weird everyone's posting on Instagram. Everything is like being done through Instagram. There's like, I don't understand it to be, to be honest. I, re- I really don't. What no, do I don't, I don't, I don't think it's wrong. I just don't get it. Like, what do you not get? I just don't get what it is. Like what, what Instagram is. Well, it could be a lot of things, you know, it's just like, just like how sky, I got a question for you in a minute. A lot of things, you know? Well, and Aiden, his Instagram is is a bunch of good is a bunch of guitar videos and posts of um no really it's 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 him playing guitar it's it's great pictures it's it's good quotes and that for that form i think it's cool i think for promoting it's good like obviously it's it's handy for like follow my instagram blah 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 you can talk to people but i generally do prefer a face-to-face meeting you know like i, I love goofing I, around I, I like i like what sky does too you, you you can watch his and come away with some good laughs you know sky. yeah it's not bad at all i just like i said i don't understand it sky could you could you step up to the mic please i gotta sit down i can't oh, like 
sleep. No, what was he filming the other day? Uh, the Get a chair, party. dude. Sky. You can sit there. Where, the room? Room? Where am I supposed to go? Go ahead, relax, relax. I'm not. <laughs> I mean, I'll relax. The missing bird. Sky, remember that one? That you filmed on Instagram? Hold no, on, no. hold on, Sky. Some dude put a poster because his bird was. Can missing. you put the mic to Sky, please? There you go. Hey, what's up, guys? It's hey, Sky. What's up, Sky? So, Sky, I have a question for you. So, like, your Instagram yeah. is a bit of a game show vibe yeah well because i mean i know there's a lot of people who are like oh social media is taking over my life my phone is controlling me right yeah no that's weak dude you're a weak person <laughs> but you don't feel that that happens to you sometimes yeah but let's be real dude like it has just as many benefits as it has negatives you know okay. what I'm saying? Like, I don't have to go out there and put myself out there. I can just whip out my phone and find a date in an hour. Right. Like, are you going to tell me that's not something that you appreciate or value that's compared to the negative of why you would be like, oh, my, I'm stuck here. I'm in here. If you go, like, let's say you go out to dinner and someone has their phone out. That's annoying. But maybe if you had something more interesting to say, they wouldn't have their phone out. Because I've had plenty of meals where we've just been talking and hanging out and we don't look at our phone. Right. And I've had plenty of meals where we're looking at our phone because I got nothing to say. You know what I'm saying? What would you think would happen when they didn't have phones and, and the conversation was boring? Uh, you'd twiddle your thumbs and yep. look around. You sit quietly. People yeah, used to you, do that. Yeah, people like used to be quiet. Start blushing. Yeah, people used to be quiet. People used to be quiet, dude. It's like, and I think it's kind of cool to be able to sit and do nothing. Yeah, I had the wrong head. That's when you're comfortable with yeah, someone. That's what, exactly, that's when you're comfortable with somebody. Especially like, yeah. yeah you just exactly. with them and you just stare. You can but ignore I mean, what like, they say. Even not look at your phone, though. I'm yeah. saying without looking at your phone, too. We're doing that right now. I, I, but like, not really. We're I mean, on a but, radio show or all that. There's microphones. Well, let people me, are excited to do this. I can. Know, an, like. I'll, I'll answer the question now. Okay. Um, I, I think yeah. On my Instagram, I like to make fun of things. I like to make jokes. Right. It's like supposed to be humorous. Right. It but is. I mean, I I just well, like what are the, the there's three things I hate about Instagram that what people do. What's that? Um, show people that what they're eating but it's like very plain stuff like look at my bacon and eggs uh -huh. that's not really interesting or like when people talk about they like show their plants like that's like i hate when people talk about plants or show plants Do you hate when they like show their dogs and kids uh no i don't hate that the I, dogs and kids are the same thing. i think like have you seen the instagram for dogs no some people just like post one thing on their instagram over and over and over again and it gets repetitive and people don't realize that if you're repetitive on your Instagram, then people aren't going to look at your Instagram because they know what it's going to be. They're not interested in what they're, they're, they're only people on Instagram aren't interested in you. They're interested in themselves. Mm. They're not to see how they're comparing. Yeah. They, know? they just compare themselves. Yeah, and so mine, followers and likes. mine is supposed to be the con. I'm supposed to make fun of things and it's supposed to be like, again, you should see the things I say to people's stories. <laughs> what do you say? I'll, be, I'll just be like, that doesn't look good. Or I'll be like, that's dumb. Or succulents are the most uncreative plant. Or like, you know, things you, like you that. You message that to them? Yeah, dude. I'm brutal. Why? I'm fucking brutal. Because that's funny. What else do they do? Like, what are you going to send? A hundred? A hundred. Or like a fire symbol? Real shit. Yeah, dude. Like, uh, facts, dude. What do you, you know, like, it's stupid. And like, Instagram, like, it's just like Snapchat. You know what Snapchat was for? Drawing dicks on people, you know? You just draw a dick on your friend and send it. And I now there's it nudes. Just nudes. They just send nudes, yeah. yeah. Well, it started off yeah. dick drawing, dude. Oh, so that's why JP has Snapchat. <laughs> okay, um, really? It did. But you can, the, the effects are pretty funny. I remember. Oh. Hold on, Aiden, Aiden. 
I remember. I remember the first. No, I was saying that Aiden. I know, but he's let me go. I remember when. I remember when Instagram. I'm not Instagram. I remember when Snapchat just came out, and some kid was in class, Diego, and he was like, "Dude, y'all need to download." We were like freshmen in high school. And he's like, "You guys need to download this," and I downloaded it, and I didn't use it. And then everyone added me. And the end of the day, I had like six or seven cutty photos of me with dicks all over me. And like, and then that's how it's. Everyone in high school is drawn like, sending like, "Hey, look, it's Mr. Crown with a dick on him." And like, that's how it started. And then people are like, "Damn, I can send nudes and they disappear." And then it, so no one could steal my nudes that I send to people. I never the sent nudes. Shot came out. And there was, yeah, dude, like, the screenshot was dangerous. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> but then they let you know when yeah, someone was playing, know. dude. <laughs> Yeah, at least they'll let you know. So then what happened? Like, how did... that? So that's your first memory of Snapchat? Well, things like that. Social media gets convoluted and old people ruin it. And then they're like, how can we make money off of this? The, the worst thing is now that you get an ad on YouTube and then there's an ad in the middle. When you say old... So <laughs> goodbye to playing music on your YouTube in the party. When you say when you say old people, you mean like companies who decide to own and monetize the things that yeah. people invent? Yeah, they're trying to make money. Because do you remember when like pe- people are like trolls on the internet now and it's like it's ruining lives it's destroying people like bullies on the internet are taking over or like right wing media is everywhere it is but that's what the internet only used to be and then (laughs) the internet only used to be trolls you go on the internet and someone would be like fuck you and you've never met them and you'd be like yeah man fuck you too but now but now it's like you go on the internet you go on the internet and someone's like fuck you and you're all like the world is ending like how many people go on the internet and they're like there's a scam on the internet there's this log off stop playing games dude the internet was there for bullshit and now people are like Oh my gosh, the, we got to change everything now because there's trolls. He's being a troll. Yeah, it's the internet. You're supposed to be fucked up. I don't think it's really that. I don't think it's really that. It's just about trolls. I think that like it's that you need the internet now to like work and shit. True, but it's affecting people's lives way too intensely, dude. But at the same time, I think that's the variance of every aspect of humanity. You know exactly. It's just I don't even know what that means. <laughs> It just means that. Explain that riddle, dude. Aiden, Aiden, elaborate on that. Talking to the mic, please. It just means that in every, in every. Point uh, the mic at your at your mouth. Sorry. Jesus, guy. It just means that what? All right. Let's let's just appreciate that we got Sky to stop talking for thirty seconds. It hasn't been thirty seconds yet. Oh my god! All right, I just need to like two. All right, so in every in every way that people express themselves. You know, consciousness, blah, 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 this and that. There are aspects of good and bad, and it'll just, it'll, it will happen. It doesn't matter where you go, you know? Mm-hmm. Just like how people say, oh, this job, there's someone who's mean or a bully at school, blah, blah, blah. It, it'll follow you. It's just, that's just how it always is. So you're completely right, Sky. Thanks, dude. And at, in the same way, I'm completely. In the same way, I'm completely wrong because variants mean that there's two outcomes, right? So it, no, it's it means, like. It means there's a lot of outcomes. Yeah, it means there's a very but there's two there's two there's yes and no it's like everything in life is a 50-50 you win or you lose I don't think everything in life is a 50-50 yeah you win or you lose doc that's true (laughs) you either win the lottery or you don't (laughs) that's a variant of like thinking you're probably not gonna you're one in like 400 million people yeah but but still but still if you really there's a variant in how you look at things even if you win the lottery you still gotta check if it really means if you really won I don't even know what that means <laughs> Seems like I've won several times and then lost. 
Sam out here winning fake lotteries. <laughs> okay, now I gotta ask you guys something. I want each one of you. Don't think about it too hard. So, because I really want you to answer. Tell me your top five rappers of all time. Oh no! Each one of you. Oh my god! I can go. Sky, you want to go first? MF Doom, Cool Keith, Styles P, Currency, Andre Nicotina. Ooh, I like that. Well done, Aiden. Come on, you got it. Aiden's like five different variants, dude. Point the mic at Aiden. Uh, I, I don't know. I haven't listened to enough rap to actually, honestly, give you a good answer on that. Okay, but that honest. Big, I put you up in there, Sam. Oh, thanks, man. Squint. Thanks, bro. <laughs> big L. Point the mic at Dylan, please. <laughs> big L, big pun, Eminem. Big Choppa, big Um, Big pun, big pun, Eminem. Styles P, actually Styles P. And Mac Dre. Nice, well done. JP, Brandon? I'm going to need a second to think about this. JP? I would say... Eminem, Biggie Smalls, Mac Dre, Andre Nicotina. And after Brandon says his five, I'll come up with my fifth. No, 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 no. Just say one more. <laughs> you just have to say one more. I, I missed out on one, too. Yeah, Young Sky Dow, he's not bad. Yeah, I forgot about Young Sky Dow. <laughs> yeah, probably <laughs> Professor Gable, dude. Well, good choice. Thanks, man. <laughs> All right. Like 20 um, years to marinate on me. On appreciate it. Andre 3000. Okay. Oh shit! Big pun. Big pun. A Z. Wow. Okay. Good one. You guys are getting eclectic. Tupac. How many was that? Four. Yep. One more. <laughs> it's okay, dude. You can you can change it later. Just say it. Just say a fifth one. Well, I believe it's, I'm at a blank right now. I just think of four. What about you, Sam? <laughs> what are your five? He's been waiting for this question. All right, wait. Before I say my five, I want to ask another qu- a follow-up question. So, none of you guys, like, I mean, I know you guys, some of you rap, but not like, but you don't make rap songs and stuff like that yet. But, like, what, what was it that, oh, I hear some weird music in here. What is it that made you guys... Is someone's phone on or something? Sorry about that. What is it that made you guys have access to the art like that type these types of artists you're saying? Like like the very like renowned lyricists of the nineties and stuff like that. Movies. Movies? You heard yeah. them in movies? Um yeah, Lyricism. Hanging out with friends. Mm-hmm. The in, MTV the internet dude when we really kind of started I mean you know even LimeWire was a thing that kind of stuff <laughs> even it was a thing bruh it was a thing yeah, they gave your yeah laugh, I just listen to music and once I hear guy, this you'd like cool type rapper in, just spin this fire ass verse I'm like damn like, shut down give me 10 seconds to think about that I'm like you, what the hell you would type in shit and it'd be like you'd get like you'd be like big something and it'd be like big asses and then yeah. like <laughs> so you'd get like porn cartoons oh, and yeah, music yeah, yeah. all in one search <laughs> The shit was sick. 100 versions of one song and none of them worked. They knew how to, yeah, they knew streaming way better than anyone else. They knew, we're going to give them three different things. I don't think I ever really looked for hip hop. It all just came to oh, me. Oh, Freddie Gibbs. You know, how do you know? Freddie 
how, performing tonight. How can you explain it? I think we're, I think we're missing performing tonight with Freddie Gibbs. Really? Yeah, Freddie Gibbs and Madlib. I'm a big fan of Madlib too. I love the Quasimodo albums. The Quasimodo albums are really good. Lord Qua, they're so good. Green Apple, baby. All right, all right. Real quick. Hey, 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 Um, sorry. Go ahead, Sky. I was just thinking, you know, like, uh, for my top five, I said Cool Keith, but I don't think a lot of people give him the respect he deserves. What do you mean by that? I think he's been around since the 80s, mm-hmm. and he's, like, the first uh, rapper to do, like, monikers, which is, like, another character. So uh, he was okay, able to monikers. go around. Mm-hmm. He was Sorry, able to go. He was able to go around. That's what that was. Cool Keith? Yeah, he was able to go around record deals because they didn't have it. They were like, all right, we're signing Cool Keith, but, you know, they're not going to be signing someone. You know what I mean? Yeah. He could just change his name as an artist, mm-hmm. and he's under a different record deal. Mm-hmm. So he could be like, oh, I owe you all five albums, but I'm going to put out albums as another person. And that's how MF Doom learned his trade as, like, you know. So he's MF Doom's favorite rapper, and then I have a doctor was my second favorite. So you saying, like... MF Doom got the idea to change his name from Cool Keith having so many different monikers. Yeah. And what do you think the appeal behind that is? You mean to like, uh, to like fans? It, to, to rap under a different name or to do anything under a different name that's not you. It more creative out, outlook, but it was, it was to get away from record deals. So you could sign a record deal where you could make your money and put out an album, but you're like, now I got to put out four more and they have control over that. But he's saying, what's the appeal? Like, why would people like that? I think it adds more to someone's music by pretending to be someone else. You have a new alter ego and your alter ego is a different character. So let's say you rap about your life. You're eventually going to run out of shit to do. I mean, like there's rappers out there that are like 55 putting out albums and they're like, yeah, I've been rich for the last 15 years. Mm -hmm. And you're like, well, that's cool. But I don't really know how I like relate to that. I don't know. So I think an alter ego. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think it allows you to be uh, more open and expressive and express stuff that doesn't get uh, attached to who you are right. on a day to day basis. So I think that's actually a really good way of you know try going out and dancing with a mask on. You might get a lot, a lot of funny looks, but you'll find that you dance a lot harder. Yeah, it's almost like you're cheating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know that's it, the, it gives you a thrill. That's the whole like thing. Acting. It, it, I, you know, you, everything is not just one thing. Right. <clears throat> It's a lot of things. Yeah, rap is not just about lyrics. It's about beats. And it's not just about beats. It's about, you know, like engineering. And it's not just about engineering. It's about an image. That variance, guy. Like that variance reference. <laughs> Differences. <laughs> What's the song you hear when you wake up in the morning? Not literally. Like, what, not, what, not what you go play. But, like, when you wake up, what are you singing to yourself? Beautiful morning. You're the sun, really? No, I don't. Li- yeah, I'm not. I'm not out here like, oh, what's really going on? Today? You know, like probably some, probably some Baha men. Dance with the devil by Immortal Technique. Really? No, who let the dogs out? Who, 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 who? Yeah. That's no, to me, no. to me, it might sound weird, but I don't. It's not really lyric. To me, it's like Bob Dylan kind of music when I wake up. It's I'm, like slow, like meditative yeah. type. You of stuff. You close the gate, right, Sky? Cool, thanks. Slow, meditative type of stuff, like what? The end. Do you, oh, can, yeah, can can you even can you even think about what you, the first thing is that you thought about? Let's be real. I'm just thinking about what is the first the thing you notice when you wake up. Your nose. That's you're awake. Your nose. No, I mean, like, but do you search your memory? 
If you really thought about it, it's like when people complain about dying. Just do you remember before you were born? It's probably about something I have to do that day. Like I wake up in a stress because I'm always running late. I'm always in a stress. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah you to are. Me, it's like how fast can I remember what I have to do? And usually it's like, oh, I did everything yesterday. Do you guys like write down like your week schedules? Sometimes, Sometimes. I give myself reminders and you know, notes in my phone. I call it a battle plan, but they usually just oh, sit idle. Too much going on in my week. My lists usually go like. You don't got, what do you a mean quarter you don't unchecked. What's going on in your week? I literally just have work and everything else. I just ride the wave. So, but you know, like when to go to work and some random yeah, basketball. Pretty much. <laughs> Brandon usually waits till I call him and I give him a plan for the day. Do you really? No, maybe about twenty-five percent of the time. <laughs> he gives Brandon his day plans. Brandon's out here waking up, just thinking, I'll just shell up to work. Maybe I have work. <laughs> <laughs> I wake up dreading work. I wake up, I look forward to work because it means money. And money yes. means good. And money makes me sleep at night. Does it? <laughs> yeah, dude. Literally, right? Yeah. I don't know. I, I do dread work. Say, but yeah, as true. bad as it sounds. I dread the end of the day because everybody wants to kick it. And it's like, I got to go home, clean my balls. Go to Denny clothes. No, no. Put on some, <laughs> put on some clothes. Like, I don't know, man. Like, there's, there's, life is work. Does it stress you out when people want to kick it and you're, and you're busy? Yeah, because I want to kick it, but it's like hard to relay the fact that like people people are so ridiculous. I'll be like, I'll be like, I'll be going to work, and they, and I'll get like a call like, "Hey, where are you at? I'm at work." Thirty minutes later, so are you trying to kick it or what? <laughs> and I'll be like, "Yeah, but I'm at work. Let me get off work, and I'll let you know what time is that." <laughs> well, I get home. There's traffic, or there's this, or I get home. All right, well, just let me know. Yeah. I'm like, cool. We're back to the first thing that we figured out. <laughs> It's like, oh, well, what are you about to do? I'm about to go home. And then what are you about to do? Well, I got to do something. Well, I guess you don't want to hang out. Yeah, I'll, I'll text Sky all the time. What are you doing with no intention of actually meeting him? Up? I know. I know that, dude. He'll be bothering me like, hey, so what do you do? Like, what are you doing? What are you doing later? Hit me up. And I but know you also not. do that with him, right? No. Yes, he does. No, no, no. Like, not like. No, I don't. Sorry, sorry. That's not what I meant. He all. You do that. I think, I think the, the fact is if we could teleport, we'd see each other every day. I mean, we. Well, guys, no, I'd be. I would see way more things than you guys if I could teleport. I'd be, I'd be traveling the world. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I'd go home right now to Aiden take a shit. Be, <laughs> bounce back. You're, you're crushing his so, spirituality. So while we're all in this room, while we're all in this room laughing, yeah. Can we get? I want an opinion from everyone on, on how comfortable we all feel together. Just like, <laughs> no, you know what I mean. What's, what's the level? Like, like, like uh, just like how how we can come here and make automatically know that, let's say that Sky came from I'm leveled up, Penny Coils, or that I wasn't gonna answer my phone, and we all just meet up and you know we do the things we do. Yeah. Like let's let's get a little. What do you think about that, Aiden? In terms of just talking to the being bike. comfortable. I mean, I'm as comfortable as I can be. I don't. I mean, what do you want me to do? Get, get naked? Uh, well, no, I wouldn't. I mean, there's no, there's no judgment. Like you know, even if you did want to hang out naked, it's fine. I, how do we know that we cause? Are don't we? I feel like we cause each other the most stress in our lives, just as much as the most relaxation. In a sense, I mean, some of us, some, some. I think that I think that you know what I think it is. I think that the people that you're like closest to for the longest, and that you like sort of. Not, I don't want to say half to be with, but like you love them. But you hate them. 
no ma- even if even if like you can't hang out with them or whatever you're still going to and it's gonna be well, that's kind of what i was saying before remember like about like you know what i mean like you might be really upset about this person when you're thinking about them or talking about them to someone else but then you see as soon them, as you see them it's different it's different it's that's, that's like a that. lot with dylan here yeah dylan <laughs> dylan drives <laughs> you, you, me insane you, he'll drive me insane We're when i haven't seen him for a week literally talking about dylan no, no, i'll no, just no. be like oh, i'll just be like <laughs> holding my fist just thinking dylan dude, and then as soon as you see him it's like okay let's go i can't bother Dylan, respond to this dude you you gotta, you gotta, you gotta. Wait, I, this radio up. show is gonna turn into. This. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> not me. Wait, Sam, aren't, isn't it like when you're closest with someone, you're not even really hanging out with them, you're just sharing a space, like because you're you so used to them. Hanging out with them is like implies that you you have to spend a moment and then leave and stay or something. You gotta go like, do something. Yeah, too. you're doing something. We don't really do anything. I don't have to worry about how you guys feel. I don't care because <laughs> we're close. We're just sharing a space. It's like, all right, bro, I'll go do that. But if I don't see a friend for a while, it's like, all right, we gotta do this. And I got to like, I got, I'm not, you know, it's not right. my being myself. It's just like how we operate. But when you're super close with someone, you're not even friends. Anymore. Well, it's like when you, when you first meet someone, you might be, you might be more worried about how they might feel or if this will offend them or, Oh, I, I shouldn't have talked to him like that. But when we're right. together, it's like, Oh no, no, no. They, friends allow me to just like really close friends allow me to just be me. So I'm not worried about other things that I might worry if I'm just living like or going to work or just, it's almost like being with well, yourself. Like We're sharing a space. Everybody needs, everybody needs that in their life. What? A group of friends like we, like, like us. Shout out to Abraham. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people don't have friends like No, they us. don't. They no, don't, dude. No, I remember going to college and people were like, I don't talk to those motherfuckers in high school. Everywhere, everywhere, we, everywhere we go, everyone's like, are you guys all related? Like, we're just laughing and <laughs> just making fun of each other. Like, are, and the other question is, are you really even friends because of how we talk to each other? Or are you a couple? <laughs> I'm sure Sky and I have gone out plenty of times and they thought that. Uh, probably. I don't know, man. Fuck. We're sitting there feeding each other, having a ball with these like frozen cocktails at this restaurant. Cheersing, right? We were like crying. It was so good. We were like cheersing. We were like purple cocktails. Fresca on on uh, 24th. Yep, very good. Outside waiting in the car just by myself, and it doesn't matter. We didn't. Yeah, we didn't give a fuck. We had so we were like, should we go out and like talk to Aiden? We're like, dude, we can't leave this. What was it? A purple purple corn drink? It was like a corn maze. Cool. Where was this fresco? Fresco on 24th. I love Shout out to April, too. And turns out my, my brother knows uh, the her owners. brother, which is funny. Small world, San Francisco. Shout out to Isaac. Do you feel like it's like that in other places, too? Like, uh, like you know how they always say six degrees of separation? In San Francisco, it's like maybe three. Yeah. It's actually annoying. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's actually, I mean, I imagine in small towns. Everybody, you know, yeah. I never yeah, no, but no other city. It's, I really, dude. I don't think so. I mean, you don't like, think in New so? York, dude, are you kidding me? There's eight million people. So you know what I mean? So it's well, no, like, actually, but New York six is, degrees of separation is for the whole world. No, I know that. But I'm so we're like one. <laughs> it's actually gone down way Whoa. less. So I mean, if it theoretically in any city, it's with the less internet, yeah, social media. Hey, there's Always. variants too, bro. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like the, the San Francisco. It's, it's six degrees of separation means that you are somehow related. I mean, it's not related, just, yeah, you know, know, to someone in Tibet on on the mountaintop. By six degrees. There's some glasses on the mountaintop. That means that. You know someone who knows someone who knows yeah, someone who knows someone who knows that person on the mountain. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's more than six. Brandon's mind has just been blown. Just the so, mountain too, bro. Brandon, you don't even know people in towns or on flatland or. Sky, hold on a sec. Brandon, I have a question for you. <laughs> I have a question for you, right. Brandon. Uh, this is a scenario. All right, so. Hold on a sec. Is it hypothetical? Say you're. <coughs> say you're in. 
say like you're on an island, right? Mm-hmm. And you you're stuck. There's so on this island. There's like a few trees. <laughs> Pride festival. And one of the trees is the one you need to be on for the helicopter to see where you are, because okay. that's the only vantage point that they can find you. Vantage point. <laughs> Visual something. You know what I'm trying to say, right? Uh huh. All right, but. Brandon can't swim. Basically, like I can't swim. Shh, one second, one second. Case closed. Basically, like a genie comes by and says, "You can have one friend help you hoist yourself up this tree." And uh, the rock. Hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. I'm coming up with this off the top. So if you cut me off, it's gonna fuck me up. Um, you have one friend to pick to help you hoist up this huge tree so that the helicopter can come save you both. And it's one of these four guys. Who is it? One of these four guys? Yeah. Um, hoist me up a tree. I don't, yeah, wait, how big is this tree? Because I don't think any of us can do that. <laughs> it's like it's like 91 feet. It's a 90, succulent 90 plant. 90 feet. That's a huge I think you should ask him who would it be and why. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Who would it, which one of these four... <laughs> Which one of these four dudes would it be and why, Brandon? I'd probably choose JP because Aiden's kind of like injury prone, kind of, and I don't know too much of Sky's power. I've never seen it tested, and Dylan... Dylan would break in half. Dylan doesn't work out. Dylan would have swam away. JP does pretty hard labor, and... He's but, been going to the gym, so I assume he has the strength. And but do you think he's better at climbing than Aiden? I'm pretty good climbing. Um, he's not really injury prone. <laughs> but then I'm but Aiden, I feel like Aiden is a good climber, though. Yeah. I, I think if Aiden and I were to go to a rock wall, I would I would get up at first. But so I guess it'd be between Aiden and JP. But I can't make the decision now. You, you know, a, a big part here. of this friendship is just allowing JP to, you know, believe what he wants. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations, guys. Brandon has picked you to hoist him a tree on an island where there's only one tree and no water into an airplane. You did it. Okay, Sam, I have a, I have a situation for you. I shoot. A, sen- a scenario, if you must. Yeah. You're in a helicopter. <laughs> You're in a helicopter doing this weird tour you shouldn't be on. You feel awkward the whole time. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, the, the pilot gets shot in the head. <laughs> right. Oh, by who? Just by some random stray. In the air. Stray. Yeah. Stray. And, got caught in the crossfire. And you, stray bullet. And you have to, you have one of the four people in this room. There's five of you. There's five of us here. One of us five. <laughs> you have to pick one of us to somehow think that we can fly a helicopter and land you safely. Aiden. Yeah, for real, dude. Actually, no. And why? And why? Because Aiden, like, no offense, you guys are all great, but I think Aiden is like the most like he makes the best decisions. He has the is like the best cognitive reasoning. Aiden would be like, "Sorry, I couldn't save okay, you, but yeah. I couldn't and find I have the turn signal." My entire life. What? I couldn't find the turn signal. What all I of say? us are shell shocked right now. I said, <laughs> I said I couldn't agree with you be, uh, more, Sam. But at the same time, I've never heard. That was the best compliment I've ever received. I wow. didn't even mean that as an insult. <laughs> to like, I mean, I mean, even, I mean, he's better cognitive than me too. You know what I mean? Like, and not that we have bad 
decision making, but you know, Aiden would like meditate or something, and that's the <laughs> oh yeah, so that's gonna save you. He's gonna chill out, dude. No, but what I'm trying to listen, I'm trying to say he probably has meditated enough times to where he figured out how to fly. So what a you have to do in that moment? <laughs> you don't, guys, look, so you don't, you don't you need to give to us an explanation. Moment. What is uh, leave your body, go to the common core, find find the string of consciousness that connects to a helicopter pilot. Mm-hmm. Go to them real quick. Get their information, extract it, bring it back to you. So now yeah, it would take all of like. I'm picking you, Aiden. <laughs> I, I I feel like he would do that. Well, <laughs> he would be able to. I wouldn't pick any of you guys because fuck all of you. <laughs> good one, good one. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's like, wow, I can't believe he didn't pick me. I, I think, wouldn't pick me. I think Hell. I would. Re- I would record a Snapchat saying "I love everyone." Blah blah blah. I would unlock my phone to where you don't need my passcode, and I would throw it, hoping someone would find my phone. Just right. you know, in the ocean. No, no. I, in the water. Your phone's gonna break. <laughs> so, uh, so JP's what? hoping that an amphibious fish. Your phone's gonna break before he's gonna cash. Is gonna take his phone and send everyone the Snapchat he's got loaded up because somehow he could take a Snapchat, but he couldn't send it. Why do you think they'd find your because phone I, not on your body? Well, because I... <laughs> How far can you throw? Where are you? <laughs> I used to pitch... I used to, miles. I used to pitch like 89 miles an hour. <laughs> well, it's cell phone, not a ball. <laughs> you can boomerang it. Well, anyway. What? Was that a good... Did, did I answer I, Yeah, no, that was great. That was great. What about you? Who would you pick? For the tree? No, for, no, the, for helicopter. the helicopter. In that realistic situation, Aiden. I would pick Dylan because then he would get there. He would get there, and we'd have about thirty seconds to laugh as hard as we could. That's so cute, dude. He'd get there. That's nice. Would so someone he, drop him off and leave? So he would choose Dylan. So Dylan, you get that he's choosing you just so that you can die with him laughing? Yeah, dude. Because if I fucking die, Dylan's gonna die. Okay, well I've had this repetitive thought through the years that if Dylan and I were to wake up tied up in some like drug lord's basement and we were just both hanging upside down, we'd probably Probably Possible. start laughing. We would probably just wiggle and laugh. Maybe for a second. Dude, I, I swear to God, in this situation, Dylan would already be on the helicopter like, dude, I'm sorry. I got to go to my aunt's. I'm not going to be able to save your life. But, hey, if you got that dub for some weed, call like me Brandon, in heaven. I feel like Brandon could do it, too. Yeah, Brandon could probably do it. I mean, they build those things. Not you know what? None of us could probably do it. You would, like, sit down and you would think about it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, how about this? This one's a good one. I got a good one. You're somehow you win a a lottery or chance to have the finest chefs in the world cook you like a three course Mm, dinner. I liked it. And you got like, you can only take one person and we're all together. Ooh, that's fucked up. (laughs) Yeah, the other ones where we die, where it's like, the the other ones are like, well, that seems hard, so I wouldn't want to do it anyway. How is that like an episode of Lost? No. Dude, that's called Hell's Kitchen, bro. No, but basically you're saying who gets to go on the bomb dinner. Yeah, you're like, you got one friend to pick and you have the bombest dinner ever. Mm. Like, it's going to be the tastiest. What? That's what you said. The other ones die. No, all your guys were like, because of. I can't even answer this, dude. All the other ones are like, all the other ones are like, you know, if this happens, like, you're about to die. Like, I don't really want to go and have the. 
to have to why save you, you on a helicopter. Wait, what do you mean? Where's the dying? <laughs> yeah, you know, that's like really hard. So if you're picking me, I'm like, wow, fuck. I don't know if I can do it. You no, know, this, people are going to blame this, me this if I fuck up. This is more like a plausible scenario. So it's actually even harder this one. Yeah, this actually might happen. Yeah. <laughs> the finest chefs are just going to take us. Yeah, I well, mean, I, we got to answer it. Okay, given, given the, like, I know you guys and I know who would care about that the most and it would be Sky. So I'd choose Sky. No, he wouldn't. He'd be upset. Yeah, he'd yeah, be upset. I would be the most him. upset if you didn't choose him. He would text you. He would text you. He would text you as you're walking away. You guys, all you guys would understand why I chose Sky. No way. But if I chose anyone but Sky, Sky would never understand why I didn't choose him. Probably, dude. That's, that's probably that's yeah. facts, dude. I'd be so upset, dude. You would be upset if any of us didn't. Pick I'd have to pick Dylan because he probably hasn't eaten in a few days. <laughs> you would not pick Dylan. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> No offense, Dylan. I'm just, you know. I don't know. That's this, this I, is a better question. I, for I gotta Scott. be real, dude. I can't yeah. even answer this either. Why? What the fuck? It was for all of us. You fucking. Was that was a good one. Yours is like there's a fucking tree and a helicopter. Just, I would probably just order two dinners and go alone. That's. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't even include any of us. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I really had to think about it. Two dinners, dude. It turned into a, a drive-through all of a sudden. No, it would be like it, it's circumstantial. You know what I mean? It'd be like. Or, okay, right now. How, okay, how about this? Two girls, two girls. You're talking with two girls, and one of them's like, "Hey, call one of your friends." Oh, there you go. Okay, I like. Which that. one would it be? Somebody else answer first. Definitely not Dylan, JP, or Brandon. JP or from my past experiences. Yeah, I know. That's what I said. So that means it's me. I'm picking. I'm definitely picking Aiden. I'm picking JP. Yeah, that sounds like a boring date. <laughs> Oh yeah, I did. And you can do better, dude. Yeah, we could. Yeah. J- JP goes into it like I just gotta sabotage the other guy, and there's no po- choice but me. No, 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 no. I don't go in for sabotage. Those are like, was like the most. <laughs> <laughs> See, I would choose Brandon, but I knew I know Brandon be too picky, so. He'd, he'd go there and be like, oh, yeah, something's wrong about these girls. And like, yeah. you know, yeah. Brandon's, <laughs> Brandon's like, I'm going to go meet up with Chow. Hey, let me get your girl. <laughs> if you pick Chow, you can never lose. Brandon would be like, yeah, they're not dark enough for me. Okay, what is your absolute... We're getting deep. What's your absolute favorite spot in San Francisco? To eat? No, just ju- just when you're there, it's like you... It's just your favorite spot. My toilet that I grew up in my childhood home. Oh, that's bold. That is a nice toilet. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I have I've to shat agree. in that toilet a couple of times. I've shat in that toilet hundreds of times. Sam, you shit in, a, in my house before I did. <laughs> Do you guys remember that time when Sky had a problem with us taking the shit in his house? Yeah, yeah I was real upset. Motherfuckers were driving by and they're like, hey, you trying to just smoke one real quick? <laughs> and they'd, they'd come upstairs and they'd be like, gotta use the bathroom. And it'd be like 20 minutes later and they'd be like, Ugh. Hey, I gotta go. <laughs> I had like one week where like six people took a shit in my like house. Your like, house is very central to where everything is. I know, dude. Well, I don't live there anymore. I know where it was. The real problem is there's not enough pu- public bathrooms. Mm. No, there's too many public well, there's, bathrooms. There's, uh, there's park sprinklers, Aiden. The, I, don't, I mean, hey, if, if you're ever in need, if you ever need to clean your ass, wait till the sprinklers go on in a park. You don't even need to say you just need to clean your ass. How do you guys feel about bidets? 
No, oh, no. I, I, it's a. They're they're shit, amazing. You, have, you still have to wipe afterwards, though. The only That's the English common guy said misunderstanding. Nah. nah, dude, I don't need don't that like backsplash. The yeah, but they're still cool. Every bidet, I, every bidet I've ever seen in anyone's house has been a disgusting piece of equipment that's covered in shit and like it's just no, gross. Really? No, I've never seen a bidet like that. Well, where are you going? Maybe not in Europe, but I've seen so many disgusting bidets. I'm not interested. You don't need a squirt gun, my butthole, dude. Just I got it, man. All right. It does tickle. Well, I already wiped my ass with baby wipes, so. Okay, I mean. Uh, <laughs> oh, our brands are covered. Always covered. I wouldn't normally want a bidet, but wait till you go to Asia and you start eating curry and every shit you have is diarrhea. Right. And you don't want to just keep wiping diarrhea, you know? Why not? Because it, it, it doesn't wipe. It gets it raw. It spreads. Your ass gets raw after a while. You know? It spreads. It spreads. You don't, you, you know, it know takes like, Sam. you waste so much paper. <laughs> Damn, dude, Aiden, what the fuck are you eating, dude? Well, Aiden's poo is like well, growing on him. Sky hasn't, Sky didn't go on the Asia trip with us, so he doesn't really understand about the bidets over there. But, uh. <laughs> they're you're telling me they're, they're like a health hazard. It's necessary. <laughs> I mean, just, you know. No, you, you just shower really after every them. time you shit because it's way too hot and you start sweating. Oh yeah, I've I've, I've experienced that. That's so what's awful. What's it like? What's it like going on trips together? Who, it, uh, who gets in the most fun. arguments? Dylan. It's the arguments no, I mean, most like, of the time amongst like the, who are like two people that get in the most arguments with each other? They, they revolve around me telling too many stories, and then a little bit of alcohol, and then we'll just poke fun at each other. And usually it ends in like a fight that to where everyone else it seems like these guys are about to fight, but it we're just, really just you know it's, it's just alcohol or it's just sleeping in. And not getting up and people getting mad because of that. There's always one person that doesn't want to get up and we all have to check out in 20 minutes or 15 minutes. Is that ever, is that ever you, Sky? No, it was never me. Well, and it just put, it puts it puts you to a test being out with people. Dylan never woke up. He had his dick out when we were supposed to check out in the room. I'd, I'd, I'd wake up and see a couple of our hostel mates uh, just looking at Dylan laughing. I'm like, what the hell? I look over and Dylan's dick's just out of his pants. <laughs> and then he the looks at... shining through the window. And, and he looks at them and he goes, sorry. <laughs> it was backpacks. It was wombats. No, what, wombats. Yeah, it was wombats. It was wombats. And when I thought I lost my backpack... Yeah, and, and you freaked out. out and you threatened you, <laughs> you threatened no 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 no, no threatening one of the one of the best things to do while traveling is to, is to hide JP stuff and just watch him freak out of course I remember that do you lose your stuff a lot JP no I actually never lose anything I have OCD and I, and I check my pockets and we had you what I always check my pockets and make sure everything's on me checked his whole bag like 50 times JP it was hilarious we were tripping but yeah what do you mean you checked your bag 50 times well because we were we were tripping balls through the Yosemite like it was half snow and I had my wallet and my phone and my keys in my backpack so when I'm in that mode it's like I gotta make sure they're there you were in Yosemite what do you think there was gonna be a sneaky bear that was gonna rob you no but maybe I leave my backpack open and I go to jump and my wallet falls I'm, out you know? I'm trying you to explain to JP that's a bad fear dude Oh, I'm trying to explain to him that there's more of a risk of him losing stuff if by I keep opening it. Yeah, opening it over and over again. And I'm yeah, not yeah. kidding. It's literally every yeah, 10 like seconds. Chance goes up every time he opens it. <laughs> he takes his bag off his back, opens this pouch where his keys and wallet are in. He opens it. He looks at me at my in my eyes and he goes, "Aiden, you see these?" And I'm like, "Yes." I'm like, "Yes." I was like, "Close it." He's like, "All right." right? Dude, you need he to stop eating blackberries. Puts in it the on forest. his bag. Mm -hmm. On his back, and he. He starts walking again. I turn around, five seconds, he has his bag open again. Mm. And I'm like, JP, what the hell is wrong with bag. you? Wow. 
that's pretty funny dude i remember you guys had when we traveled together you guys had those like i just had everything in one pocket and i knew that that was the most important pocket and that was it and then jp had this like satchel like indiana jones shit no i did not yeah the funniest, under the your funniest, shirt you both did i had a travel belt very that was a travel very bag. The funniest wi- thing about wise to have one of those is that. that none of us lost anything except sky he lost his freaking phone well dylan almost lost everything in his life <laughs> Yeah, dude, and and the best part of that story was uh, he had these like pudding packets in his bag, and really? they like yeah, Dylan, and the pressure they, they like literally were like all you heard was like pop 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 pop, and like it's, it was like on an airplane. They popped, yeah, dude. They did pop. They did pop. Anyway, I don't think we heard the pops, he cleaned it up with a sock and his dirty laundry and threw it on the tarmac of the runway next to the plane. <laughs> Something where you shouldn't just be throwing projectiles on an airport. <laughs> I don't remember throwing a sock. You okay. threw a dirty sock of you cleaned up the pudding, and that's how you left your shit on the plane because yeah, you took it out. And the guy made you the guy like pointed at the sock and he's like, "What's that?" And he made you go and pick it up, and you're like, "Fuck you." And then we hear, oh, his passport and $3,600 cash. And then we see the, the pilot crew walking in and they, they go, you know how much money you had in here? And he goes, yeah, $1,200. <laughs> they go, no, try $3,600. <laughs> you fucking idiot, Dylan, dude. Why? <laughs> there's pudding all over it. <laughs> there's black pudding all over it like chocolate. Dylan, Dylan started freaking out so much. People were running. <laughs> People <laughs> were like dispersing like he was attacking the airport, dude. <laughs> he was... Th- was Sam. Sam's like, when I'm at an airport, I'm so what? stoned. Yeah. Dude, and I was running around <laughs> speaking like animal. German, like trying to like, talk to people. Like my friend, my friend, like my friend. The airplane, like they were gonna hear me through the glass. Yeah. I was like, wait, why were you yelling? Because they were checking your bag. No, dude, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's like, I smoke so much weed. I don't even know what an airport is, dude. You're just in the air, on the ground, in the air, on the ground. <laughs> Rewind just I a little left- bit. I left $3,600 in my passport on the plane. I left $3,600. What? Because I forgot because there was pudding that blew up in my bag. In Why a, did you and think did... that it was only 1200 Because I'm retarded. Because he lied. He was No, part. he was lying. He's trying to be sneaky as if it was illegal to have 36 which I think oh, it might be. No, it's like, I think it's no, like, it's 10, like grand. 10 grand. 10 yeah, grand, yeah. Yeah, but anyway, Dylan well, was like, I'm just 10 forgot. grand? No, yeah. I swear. I know Dylan. I know he felt like a suspicion when the guy questioned him. He's like, oh, yeah? What's in this satchel that you're looking for already? That we, you, you know, we have no proof that how you would know yeah. it, you know what I mean? If you, you had to know it was there to know it was there. So did you, you had get to it know, back? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so I think okay. you were being sneaky. And I offered him a, I offered them a drink. And they looked at me like I was retarded. And they just left, dude. They're like this They're guy. Like, yeah, right, dude. I think they said good luck to us. Yeah, and then we end up at the worst hotel ever. Which one was it? Oh, the airport hotel, like the uh, the airport hotel. Where, where, where Sky recapped the the mineral waters and we Dylan drank. Dylan tries to go out on the balcony to that wasn't even a balcony. This was like a cigarette. <laughs> no, it I was think, literally like a windowsill. I thought that I thought that was a different. Di- that's a different flight. Can I get a skittle? No, that was our first. No, hotel. I don't think that so. Was first hotel that was when we we bought a bottle of liquor and for oh, one yeah. week we had a shot. Or two shots of this <laughs> bottle of liquor. We couldn't drink it, and then it's like there's a rule. Well, that's when we had that whiskey with the, the famous whiskey. grouse. <laughs> you don't remember the turkey? We yeah, bought yeah, it for like turkey. it was the most disgusting. Was the we couldn't grouse. drink it. It's a whiskey. The famous yeah. grouse. And we bought it at the airport. It was like nine it. bucks. Yeah, and JP always brings up that I drink a mineral water, a fizzy mineral water, and, filled and then filled it with water and recapped it when I, I mean, found out it was six euros. 
Six what? Euros. Euros. Oh. Euros. Seems like you, you mean that camel cash? When we're in England, we just ate all the sandwiches. <laughs> we ate so many, so many kebabs. England, Europe? Yeah. Oh, yeah, kebabs. Oh God. So good. Okay, here's Euro. the next question. We're going to Hawaii in January. Hey. You are? Yeah. Is, is anyone else joining us? Who's we? I'm going. Guys, guys are all invited. I'm I might buy my tickets. When are we going? January. Sam might be going in January. To where? To Hawaii. The I more people we get, probably the big island, the, big the island. bigger mansion. We can rent. I think there's one island. Oh, right? Airbnb. I mean, mansion? one airport. Right? One airport? No, there's like three. Airports. One international airport. That'd be fun, huh? like oh yeah, why would it be small airport? Yeah. <laughs> we can swim across, like, you know, or we Hawaii can take this flight. Maui. Maui has an international. There's, yeah, there's like three. Of them. I appreciate the invite, though. That sounds fun. Yeah, then we can all join in on these. Wacky I know stories. hell of people. In Maybe Hawaii, we could dude. have a show there. Tunes like my brothers, like my twin brother is there. No, every, all the Dylon. A lot of trimmigrants that worked in Oregon. Uh, Did you say trimmigrants? Yeah, trimmigrants. What the hell is that? It's people people tr- who come up when the harvest comes around because it only comes around once a year. People come from wherever the fuck. Oh wow! To, I've never heard to that. trim weed. Yeah, I call them trimmigrants. The whole community of them. Yeah. That's crazy. But right now. <laughs> they, don't, they don't smell very good. <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's a bit politically I, nah. <laughs> politically incorrect. These hippies, these immigrant hippies from around the world, coming to trim. So, Sky. I'm hungry, dude. Yeah. I think you should ask the next question. All right. So, like, the question of things, you know, who would you ask or whatever. Let's do the Jeopardy one. You know, you're in Jeopardy, and someone you have, you have a question about something that you don't know. Who's the person you okay. call? What's the question? I'm calling Chow. <laughs> yeah, I'm calling Chow. Chow would be like, matter what the question is, I'm calling Chow. No matter what the question is, you're like, yeah. uh, you know, when did when did this when do these birds migrate? You know, oh, well, yeah. uh, oh, dude, that's actually a real story with me and Dylan. Yeah, me and Dylan were hanging out, and we're like. <laughs> Yo, what's that? That why is this bird awake at like three yeah. or four? Yeah. And Chow's like, well, we're in the middle of bird mating season, <laughs> and he named the bird that we didn't even see. He was like, well, dude, that's a blue jay off tops, yeah, and we we're middle, like, of <laughs> middle of the night. Middle of the night. No way. Someone's calling us. Should we answer? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> What is this? It's Gail. Who's Gail? No, Gail, I don't think I've spoke to you before. This is a... Switch the call over to the main speaker. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I used to have hey, a radio Gail, channel. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you go because I gotta keep going with the show. But thank you for calling. Okay. Bye. Was that like an old woman? 
Sam, you're the worst radio host. Sam didn't find out anything and then was like, hey, we got a caller. Can't talk right now. I'm on a radio show. <laughs> Should we take the call? Okay. I'm not the worst radio host. You, you didn't, Sam even gave him a fake name. Like, why? This is your radio show, yeah. Scott, this is my radio show, and I can do whatever I want on my radio show. So where's your radio show? That's a power move, dude. That to be like, no, 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 to be like, to answer a phone call for the radio show. Wait, explain what happened first. Um, yeah, what did she say? <laughs> Like literally, what did she say? Was she like hello? Like nice? Like I don't know. The problem was that I couldn't uh, figure out how to get the phone onto the loud uh, speaker, and uh, so I didn't. So I, you couldn't really hear what she was saying, and she just wanted to talk. I think talk on the radio. I don't know. Well, well, that'll be a mystery for our lives. <laughs> You should call her back, dude. Hey, Gail, if you're listening did right she now. Did ask for Dylan? No. Okay, that's what I say. Why did you? So well, prove she was listening. Gail, if you're listening right now, call back, please. We'd love to talk to you and figure out why you wanted to call us. Call us right now, Gail. Yeah, at Nini Radio. We're waiting. <laughs> All right. Why? No, because everyone, everyone just heard that, so no, maybe not. Talking too close to the mic, you gotta keep it out of the red. Yeah, just talk like. Oh, yeah. This is good. Just talk directly to it. You don't gotta make out with it. But you could. Um, well. Well, what? Where are you going? I think he's gonna. You're gonna piss? He's gonna beat it real quick in the bathroom. Or to go get some dick. JP. Um, let me ask you a question. All right. So, say you're on a double date with Sky, right? Yeah. And <clears throat> you guys are having a cool double date. The people you're on the date with. Are they hot? They're hot. <laughs> they're pretty sweet. It's dude. like, it's like imaginary a, people. It's like a special night. You guys are out getting good sushi. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden... Dylan walks up. Yeah? And he comes inside. Okay. To say what's up. What would I do? What do you say to Dylan? I'd say, hey, um Hey, stop stop messing with that. I'd say, hey. It's well can you can you can you mess with it back to Okay, there you go. Cool. Thanks. And okay, yeah. Sorry, I just it just messed up my headphones. So I think I didn't do anything. No, you don't have a date right now. So he comes up to he comes up to Sky and me and our two girls. Is there even a, a question? <laughs> okay, so no, no. I I say, I go what to Dylan and I say, hey, did you um, I probably say like the name of our friend's dad, Tony, needs to talk to you because then he'd definitely go go with it. You know, it's like, hey, Tony needs to talk to you. I bring him outside, and I'd roll him with spliff. Mm-hmm. And I'd, I'd look him in the eyes and I'd say, "Get the fuck out of here." Yeah, I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like JP. Did you tell him where we were? And then I'd come back in, like you know, like kind of like brushing my hands off and like basically to say the deed is done. <laughs> the All deed right, is done. Now, Dylan, <laughs> what would I do? Say you're on a double date, you, Brandon, and uh, you know, two, two hot attractive dudes. women. Uh-huh. Or whoever women, you know, yeah. just whoever it is. Um, <clears throat> and then a uh, guy walks in and he sits down at the table. Um, we start laughing. What do I'd you probably, do? I'd probably start laughing, Lord. Uh huh. 
And depending on how much I've had to drink, I'd probably start roasting Sky. And he takes a piece of sushi off of your date's plate. I wouldn't get him. And feeds it to her? No. And feeds it to her? He's done pretty bad things since I've been with girls and like that I was seeing. Hmm. No, I don't. I, 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 mean, women, I wouldn't get uh, mad. Old and adult. Would you? Would, would you? I would like, probably just laugh I? really hard and be confused at why he's coming and eating my girlfriend's sushi. <laughs> <laughs> Generally, when I'm with a girl and Sky appears, I'm I'm sort of happy because it takes a lot of pressure off me to talk. Yeah. No, Generally, when you're a girl, is that what you said? No, when I'm with a girl oh. and you and you appear <laughs> appear out of nowhere, it's you know it's it's almost the world giving me a break. I feel like you can For talk sure, a lot. Dude, I feel you. like you talk like not that you talk a lot, but like, you, do you feel pressure to talk, or do you feel like you always have something to discuss? No, it's I'm, I I can talk. I have no problem talking, but it's nice to have a little, have not have to. And Sky gives you a really Sky's just such a good talker that it you have no true that no stress. Where, remember, do you, where do you think you get that from, Sky? I don't know. I think. Uh, constantly when I was a kid my brother and his friends would make fun of me and then I would try to get back at them and like and like talk about things I mean so like I talk a lot but in my family we were really close so you have to talk over, you have to yell to get attention mm-hmm. you have to have something to say to say like you can't just not have if you just you're gonna be made fun of and so you have to be quick and you have to, to come up with something <laughs> yeah well that's about it um no I remember one time I was with uh Aiden <clears throat> I was with Aiden and he like this girl I've never met before no names you know because that's rude I've never met before I go to his house and she shows up and I'm like oh hi nice to meet you she's like hey my name's Tiffany um you fake said name her name it's oh. a fake name oh, okay <laughs> and like I'm like oh nice to meet you and then we go to the our you know hangout spot in Aiden's garage and we're just chilling and then he like Aiden just leaves we like put a movie on and I'm already kind of like alright I don't know if they're like friends or what's going on and just and then you know it's just me her and him and then he like leaves puts a movie on and and then Tony comes in it's just me Tony and this this girl watching a movie and I've just been there for like 20 minutes and I'm like this is this is so strange well this well, she me, was like she's like hey where, where's Aiden and I was like ah, I think he's in the house well like my approach with the world is that I'm so not possessive at all and right. if if a girl likes someone else more than me I don't care you know yeah for real yeah well I'm, she didn't like me she liked you I, I know but that's why that's what allows you to be comfortable it's like yeah you know you just can't it doesn't and if she did like you more power to you you know that's 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 what the world's about but great aiden's out here like sub like getting me sub rejected in the world it's like he's just putting me in rooms with people it's like hey bro turns out she don't like you dog (laughs) (laughs) turns out it ain't gonna work out and i'm like what i just came over to hang out with you no no no, that, that wasn't it at all you know she has friends if she gets some intimate time with you and she realizes how amazing you are, she will tell her friends about you. And then she'll be like, hey, Aiden, come hang out with me and my friends and bring your friend Sky." Yeah, well, did that happen? Exactly. It's very well calculated. It, it, um, the fact that it, it didn't happen doesn't... Aiden. Wasn't, uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I just wanted to ask you a question. So how do you, um, how do you possess non-possessiveness? <laughs> how do you possess well non-possessiveness is it's a hard thing to, it's it's a work in progress every moment yeah it's, especially it's, in the world it's, it's we live in intentional right yeah you know it's not like that's how you are initially it's that's who you want to be you know right 
it's not that, that's not to say that you don't experience jealousy it's 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 to say that you experience it and then how do you deal with it right you know you have to rationalize these feelings that you feel and i, and I think that's a very important thing of being a human and being like an intelligent human is that you don't let your feeling feelings uh dictate how you act so do you feel like when you say like if you like really like a girl but she likes your friend instead like you actually feel like okay with that or you're just know uh -huh. that hold on are you just know that it's like that it's it's not for you to decide exactly anyway it's not for me to, to, to decide you which know is what I mean? of course that's true and no, no matter it doesn't matter or like no matter what happens it's gonna happen you have no control over it mm -hmm. right so like that's obvious but that doesn't change that it might make you feel weird it it might make me feel weird but at the end of the day that makes me feel better than to be the person who tries to cut corners and like uh, hide hide the girl from a, a, you know my friends because right. I I'm afraid that they will like them more you know that's right. I think living in fear like that is the worst thing possible you know yeah, for sure. because that you're not standing up to yourself you know what I mean and you're not being yourself and and the same thing you know it, I expect my friends to be themselves you know and if someone likes you for being yourself more power to you mm -hmm. mm, that's pretty dope. I like that. Possess non-possessiveness. It's a hard thing. It's, it's not easy. What's the first step? Reject your feelings. Okay. Validate them, but don't don't act on them. And then and then realize why. Just you have to, you have to love yourself. Exactly. Too. Appreciate yourself. You're not you're yeah. not bending because oh I need to act differently. They're liking someone more because they can talk more. Or like oh this girl's liking Sky more. Oh I need to tell more jokes. I can't tell jokes like Sky. That would just stress me out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. Everybody, everybody has to. I mean, would you Would you really want to be with a girl that likes your friend better? Like, no, would definitely you, like, not. Would, no, no, would no. you want any chance yeah, of that? Like, why, why, would you want? Would you even be with her? So like, just yeah, I don't just want to be with people that don't want to be with me. I have no exactly. interest in someone that doesn't human, like me. It's human nature. <laughs> I know there's a lot of people out there that it's like, oh, I can't get her out of. Her. She doesn't like me. I don't know what went wrong. I leave a date and I'm like, man, that went right. Like, like yeah, if someone's exactly. like, I don't like, like if I don't like them or if they don't like me, I feel it's a lot less stress, dude. You know, I'm living in a stress free, free world than Definitely. me. Like, like, why are you, why do you like someone that doesn't like you? That's yeah. ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> that just sounds so like, it they hate so me sad. and I can't get them out of my head. And yeah, I'm like, well, I just did now. I mean, Not I've it. been there before, but it's like, you know, because you like, you like what you can't have. No, I, I like well, I mean, maybe what I can't sexually. Have. Maybe, maybe sexually. <laughs> yeah. Sexually, what? You like what you can't have. Porn. <laughs> oh, porn. <laughs> I mean, like that's like what porn is, right? It's like well, a, yeah. You, what are you gonna? Are you ever gonna have sex with this like thirty-five-year-old cougar? Real estate agent. In real estate yeah. Agent. Lawyer. Yeah. A thirty-five-year-old lawyer you that might, happens yeah. to be your stepsister, dude. <laughs> What? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's true. That's yeah, just, yeah. Uh, fits oh it. Oh, we're like, we're like ten. Right. You're like sleeping with ten people at once. That's not gonna happen. Hmm. <laughs> it might. I wish. It does happen. If you, if you, if you guys had to come up with the best name for the group of us in this room, what would it be? The sour skittles, dude. No, it would be like <laughs> the worst name. <laughs> Dude, Crystal Geyser Water would be a better name. It would be. No, Squeeze. Ashtray. <laughs> Dunn's, Dunn's out here trying to be like a punk rock band from the 90s. Oblivious Ego. 
Whoa. Eagle or ego? Ego. You think we got a lot of oblivious egos? No, I think we're oblivious to our egos. I think Aiden would answer yes. <laughs> no, no, I would answer the the name to our group would yes be primates that. and genes. Uh, <laughs> I like how he was so ready to laugh. He's like. <gasps> No, dude. I don't think any name would suffice to how we feel about each other. It would be the roundups. The roundups. <laughs> That's the worst. That's worse than sour skittles. <laughs> the roundups. Canteen calamine. For canteen, canteen calamine, calamine, dude. I like that. Well, that's a T name. We have to have our own unique. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it isn't. Pretty sure it is, dude. It's not. No, that's a Sam backyard I made name. That up. Look, someone Google that. <laughs> It's Sam's. Can't. Yeah, Sam drinks a lot of tea. No, I don't. Sam drinks a lot of coffee. Yeah. I don't think we don't drink as much coffee as we used to. Uh, yeah, that's true. Do we, do we used to drink coffee at 3 a.m., bro? <laughs> I drink coffee at like 9 a.m. and like that's usually it, but sometimes I'll have another one yeah. at like 4. Yeah, we, we used to have three or four a day, dude. That's true. Yeah, dude. We drink so... Yeah, when he's sweating in Munich. Dude, I had like six espresso. In in Europe, he was like, his hands would shake. Dude, I'd wake up and everyone would be hungover and I'd be like, I need to go get a cup of coffee right now. And I'd be in there so hungover. Drinking hella coffee. I drink so much. I don't crave it anymore. Oh, by the way, you left a bag of coffee in my car. Oh, yeah. I've been looking for that coffee. Speaking of not drinking any coffee anymore, I got a pound of uh, beans in Sam's car. My tire might have hit it, though. What? What? It's a long story. Dude, that's the monsoon mallow bar. That's a good. That's an expensive uh, pound of beans. What? Yeah, why don't you 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 get into your trunk? No, that's the same tire. That, that had a nail in it. It's just somebody uh, Don't patched worry, the, it up for me. The tire's in a bag, so it, it didn't directly touch your coffee. Yeah, the tire, yeah, no, the tire wasn't So there's bag. two bags between you. Thank you guys for helping me with my tire the other day, by the way. So well, thanks for fun. inviting me. That's that's your, that's, you're really on that today, Scott. We didn't want you to have to take an Uber no, out I to have Broadmoor to fix a tire. Should have climbed that mountain with us, dude. It was fun. Yeah, that was fun. I had a long day. My buddy Sean's in town. We went and got some pho, some spring rolls. Did you like it? He loved it. And we got a hat, like one of those spinny hats where egg you noodle? walk and like... Egg noodle or rice noodle? Egg noodle all day. No, he got a combo. He got both. The, you the, can do that. Wow. Yeah, you can one, do that. Yeah. One. You can Kinda do two hungry. noodles. You can do two noodles. You guys never done that? Yeah. It's actually not that sick. No, it doesn't No, it doesn't I mean, at first it was cool, but I'm not going to get a second time. <laughs> I'm going to get one noodle I like more than the other and just have more of that. I don't even like the noodle anymore. I'm on the soup tip now. You're on the soup tip? Yeah, I'm gonna drink the broth first and eat the noodles and the meat. That way the the, the, the noodles soak up the soup too. Yeah. Ooh, should we go get pho? Right now? Yeah. There is that one open. Hey, how come you needed one dollar drinks, Jason, man? Let's get let's get pho and then dip and dots. Your tire. How come? Yeah. I didn't. It was just like first time having dip and dots. Wait, let's ask them that. Oh yeah. What? How come you guys needed like three of you guys to help fix Sam's tire? Because they. Well, <laughs> because. In my backyard, there was a bar with de- several different fittings that I had to find to even get the lug nuts off of Sam's tire. So I needed lights. That's not that's not the good way to explain it. Scythe had to bring the tower, tire. I had to see if my wrench fit. It didn't. Then your wrench fit. That's not a good way to explain it. That is the best way to explain it. <laughs> they didn't Wait, have didn't the have right an, tool, and they needed to look for it, so it took no, longer. My, I, I don't know if I do. 
Um, my trunk doesn't open. Oh, Sam, what's in your trunk? Is Satchel in your trunk? Is that I haven't seen him? That's crazy, dude. That's crazy, dude. <laughs> what's in your trunk, dude? Amoeba oh, records? It's like hella CDs and Dylan's shoes. And oh, yeah, dude. Dylan's bag of clothes. <laughs> hella shit. Hey, Sam, what, what, are, what would uh, th- what three things would have to happen in order for you to be like, this is the best day ever? Give me three. It's not really like that for me. It's like... I always... What's going on? What's happening? What are you guys doing? I'm just waiting. Oh, that was weird. You, you, you look so suspicious. Yeah. You see that? I think for me to have a really, like, best day ever or whatever, I just have to be doing stuff that I feel is, like, accomplished. Me accomplishing something. So you'd make a good song? Sometimes it's a good-ass song. Okay, and you'd meet a beautiful girl? That's always really nice. Okay, so that's two. It has to eat some bomb-ass food. I need to, like, go to a restaurant, get drinks at the restaurant. With a beautiful girl. Plant. Maybe. What if a beautiful girl helped you make a song while feeding you some good food? I mean, that's... Not- that's, that doesn't honestly doesn't sound that great to me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I like your honesty. Like I love all that, all, like you know, being with you know people and beautiful women and stuff. But sometimes if I'm in the studio, I just want to like not be under any uh, pressure. To that type of pressure. All right, what about you, Brennan? Best day ever. Yeah, at least three things. It didn't have to be your best day ever because that's hard, but. Three things that normally don't happen. Probably doing something productive, like, I don't know, going to the gym. What is Mookie? What about you, Mookie? Doing some physical activity. You go to the gym. So you play some basketball. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. What about you, Mookie? Um, Coming up on something? I don't know. Mookie. What would you call your best day ever, Mookie? I know you had probably a couple already. Um, My best day ever? Backflip? Um, Three things. Dude, my best day ever might have been acid. Me and Mookie. There was that one time other. at Kirby Kirby Cove with Sky and Aiden that was up there. That was up there for oh, sure. Oh man, that's so. That was a really fucking there. good day. That was a great day. Kirby He's Cove. He's at the campsite this weekend, but we missed it. Dude, your dad sent me a picture of him and Francis at Kirby Cove. I know that shady sack of shit didn't tell me he was going. (laughs) (laughs) He sent me a photo with him drinking a beer, and I was like, wow, that's so cool. (laughs) What are you eating, Mookie? He sent me a photo of, um, like, he made Francis hold up his beer can. That's fun. (laughs) Um, I hope Glenn didn't drown in the water. What a fool. I think think the best part of that was the fact that... We found a bigger cave in the morning. Yeah, we were in like the smallest cave in the whole island, like the island, the whole air <laughs> Who's all in the building? I can't talk. Hey, Mooks. Rotate the Mookie? camera more. No, it's like too blurry. I can't even tell who's there. I know it's JP, Aiden, and Scott, and uh, Dylan. <laughs> and then Brandon. Mookie, this is, you know, you're on the radio, right? <laughs> and also, 
Sam because it's Sam's radio show. Yeah. You're actually on it too. I have the speaker right next to the mic. Oh, this isn't good radio at all. No. Well, it wasn't much better before. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's just looking at me. What have you guys touched on so far? A lot. We had one question that you might be able to answer, Sam. Yeah. The tree in the air, the helicopter. <laughs> it's pretty All good. Right, so Moogie, are you ready? Moogie. <laughs> I don't think he hears you. Moogie. What? Can you hear me? No, I didn't hear any of that. All right. Well, I'm not gonna ask him. It's gonna be too hard. Can you hear me now? A little better, but not really. Just give him the phone. Give him the phone. Yeah, Brandon, bring it up. But you gotta hold it up above the mic. No, just give it. Just give it to me. Oh, he's got a mic too. All right, Mookie. So, if you were on a stranded island, right? Yeah. And you had to do one Wait, task. Is the island stranded, or am I stranded on the island? You're stranded on the stranded island. <laughs> All right, listen for a second. Listen, listen. And you guys need to shut up. No, so nobody. I'm distracted. So, <laughs> so fucking. You're on a stranded island. Yeah. And your one task is you have to get to the top of this specific tree on the island so that the helicopter can find you. Ninety feet. Okay. The tree is ninety feet in the air. Fine. You get to choose one person in this room to help you hoist yourself up the tree. See, that's what I said. Oh, no, I said Aiden for something. Aiden? Why, why, why? Yeah, why? Well, Aiden's one of the strongest for sure. JP's real strong too, but he's also, like, way heavier. So for him to get up the up the tree and help me would, uh... I, I just think it's Aiden, man. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about Dylan and, and Brandon and Sky? What about them? <laughs> Why not us? <laughs> you know, look at Aiden. Look at Aiden. For yeah, like he's injury seconds. prone. Have Aiden pop his shirt off real quick, and you tell me that you think you could help me up a tree better than he could. Whatever, bruh. <laughs> 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 yeah, I guess that's the deciding factor, guys. Everybody said Aiden. <laughs> All right, you guys. So, well, whatever, dude. You know, we work together, but that's cool. <laughs> no, dude, you, you're. Uh, I think you're second or third. Who's who's third or second? Sky, what does that even mean? Sky's definitely the strongest. You, you uh, JP, and Sky. I mean Aiden. For show. Scott <laughs> really and wants you to play him. And then, and then Chin Dolan and uh, Chin Dolan and Sam are in their their other tier. Dude, did you see how I was throwing up those two by fours to Tim? <laughs> by myself, dude. Sam's uh, Sam's been saying that he's been putting in some physical labor work. Yeah, dude. I heard he's he's gotten used to the ladder. I've heard he's gotten used to making twenty five bucks an hour. Dude, this is the radio, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk about that on the radio. I'm so mad at Ian for that, dude. Alright, you need to cut Mookie off, dude. <laughs> Alright, later, Mookie. <laughs> <laughs>
So this has been Old Soul Radio. You guys know how much money I'm making. That sucks. And um, appreciate you guys all coming here. Uh, anything else you want to say before we get out of here? Thank you, Sam. I had a great time. Yeah. Honestly, yeah first first time yeah. on a radio show. We found out that Aiden gets picked for everything over us and everything. <laughs> Looks like we need to step our game up. <laughs> um, anything else? I think we're going to get some pho. Are we getting Canteen pho? Canteen Calamine. Canteen Calamine. You guys are welcome back here anytime. We're here every Sunday night. Um, thank you to all of our listeners. Shout out to Mutiny Radio. Uh, you can donate to Mutiny Radio online. Um, y'all have a good night. This is Old Soul Radio. Good night, y'all. Sway, sway, sway. Sway.